Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Roll Blob Podcast. I've got my co-host, as always, Andy Pick with me. Andy, what you got? Man, this is my favorite part of the week. I am so excited. Um, Ever since we started uh, planning this shit today, for today, I have been thinking about it all week. Thank God your voice cleared up oh and we can God, get this shit rolling. Really all I think about is the blob rolling always. Really, like Every time I close my eyes, it's the blob rolling. It's the little gift. I, I, I wake up every morning to that the, the blob with the eyes. That, that, <laughs> He's always watching. He's man. All, the blob is always He's watching. Always be best behavior. And all, all you Big East folks out there, like keep that in mind. The blob is always watching. Got to keep that in mind. We got a good show for you. Nothing crazy in news, but we will always talk about Jack Assery as we always do. We've also got a little bit going on. We got some UConn recruiting, unfortunately, that we'll talk about in the docket. We got Colby Jones. We got Big East bubble talk. We've got a future cast for the Muskies. And we've got some TBT talk as well as uh, our Jack Assery topic of the day will be the mascot power rankings. You got that to look forward to. <laughs> it's going to be a good one, isn't it, Andy? Oh, man, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Did you start to say about UConn real quick? I really do. UConn, I wanted uh, to give you a little bit of a, a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder we... who it's from. Fuck you, UConn! Oh, yeah. Let's get to the intro real quick with the post from Andy Mack. Let's go. today in rare fashion unfortunately we're talking about UConn recruiting Andy they've been cleaning up on the trail man what are your thoughts fuck you UConn damn fucking straight man absolutely fucking UConn they got Jordan Hawkins they got a kid what was the kid named today Sonogo they got another top 100 big man yeah uh, they kind of uh, that was that's not really one that came out of nowhere was it I don't even think they were in on him yeah. But, um, and Hawk, they got in on super late, and they gave us a bunch of shit for that, which we weren't even really in there for Hawkins anymore. I no, mean, we weren't. We, we kind of backed off, and it was kind of, um... We were recruiting him, but I don't think that Hawk, you know, had the same interest in David that David had in him. Right, yeah, and I, I think that became kind of obvious, so I think that's why we, um, backed yeah. off on him. So it's not like we would have landed him if we didn't back off, so I'm never going to say that. So UConn, congratulations yeah, on out-recruiting us. Yeah. You did a phenomenal job. Exactly. You landed exactly. yourself a great, um, point guard and wrote a phenomenal check. That it's is clearly irresistible. It's just like, leaving the, leaving the AAC, I mean, they were doing well, like, before they left, but holy shit, since they came to the Big East, they're going ape shit. Well, going off. Like, I mean, they had a, and the, really the big thing that I've talked about with AAC fans is the fact that, yeah, UConn had some pretty good recruiting classes coming in, uh, in yeah. their, during their time in the AAC, like, the, the their class with... Even when uh, they weren't good, they were recruiting decent. Yeah, like, but the, their issue was they could never string them together. Exactly. They'd have... A top twenty-five, mm-hmm. followed by a number eighty. Yeah, and they they had one who wasn't even ranked. Mm-hmm. Like that, they had an entire class that was not even ranked. UConn, yeah. that, like to have a brand like UConn to have recruiting recruiting classes that are not even ranked. That's just inexcusable for UConn. That, that makes no sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then they also had the um, they did have a year with the number eight recruiting class, but that 
obviously didn't pan out. I think some of the dudes and, didn't pan out the way they thought they were going and, to, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's very accurate. But they could, they could not string them together. This year, one, like, ever since moving to the Big East, Impressive. they have been stringing them, like, two, three classes in a row. They're yep. going to be solid as fuck, man. Right, and I think this is relevant to talk about because I think for two reasons here. I think, one, this makes them officially one of the power players in the Northeast. You know, I think Villanova's been dominating the Northeast recruiting market pretty much since UConn became whatever the fuck they were when they were in the AAC, you know? It was pretty much Villanova was getting whatever the fuck they wanted in the Northeast. There wasn't really any other schools to compete with them. Yeah, like, I mean, we, we recruited New Jersey pretty well, but we weren't getting, and we got Tyreek yeah, out of Connecticut. we're not going to get New York and Boston right. and all those. It's going to be very yeah. difficult for us to get any guys out of there. Like, they're going to, um, UConn Villanova and UConn are going to run New England. Exactly. So, and, I think that UConn's kind of come out and said, hey, we're, we're back here in that regard recruiting-wise. And I think, too, this is something I said on Twitter today, I think that I officially... If you think about the next five years, if you're going to rank the teams you think are going to be the most successful over the next five, I would have to vault UConn number two, officially, just based off what we're seeing. I mean, just all the talent they're bringing in. Andy, do you agree with me there? Fuck you, UConn! Fuck you, UConn. Uh, I, but I really do agree with that. Like, obviously, we are not saying that UConn's going to be the second-best team in right. the Big East this year, because they are not. Absolutely not. Like, even all you UConn fans eight, out there, H-Bet, 6-9, that's a good idea. That's a, that's a good that's a good ranking. Uh, like they are not going to come in and just be the second best team. Like they were led by a f- two freshmen last year, two very very talented freshmen sure. who are coming in to have a big sophomore year. Even though Acock Acock, yes, I did say that correctly. Uh, that is his name. Yeah. Uh, he he had a brutal injury, so we'll see how he bounces back from that. Really rough and they they did end hot, but they are not going to come in and dominate the b- top conference in the entire Hell. fucking country. I think they're really sleeping on what it's like to play a tough team every single night. Right. The Paul's freaking tampon ranking would have put them in the middle of the Big East last year. Yes. And they just took L's all conference last year, and they still yeah. stayed above top 100. Yeah, like, they they finished the um they they finished the Paul finished the season in the net three spots behind the fucking AAC champion. Holy Tulsa. Shit. <laughs> A team that tied for the AAC championship was three spots against fucking DePaul. That's insane. It is a night-in, night-out, night-in, night-out just fucking grind. Like, yeah, UConn finished hot, but they got to play, like, ECU and then go play Houston. Yeah, Like, exactly. here it is, uh, you, you play Providence, then you go play Villanova. Yeah. yeah, then you got Seton Hall on the road. Yeah, yes. It's, it's, it's no cakewalk, man. And I think they're really sleeping on that. I mean, they got sixth in the AAC. Sixth in the AAC, and it's not like they have, you know... I think that, uh, what's the name of their best freshman coming in, the small forward kid? Good. Jackson. Jackson. Andre Jackson. Really good player. I don't think he's going to be a make-or-break player for them this year. No, I mean, he's, he's not, not going to be a five-star. Yeah. No, he's no. not a five-star kid. He's not John Wall. I mean, he's not going to come in and just make you automatically that great. So I don't think you're adding enough to just automatically vault them to number top three this year, you know? No, I think no. they're going to be five or worse. I, yeah. I, I would almost guarantee they're going to be five or worse, yeah. in my opinion. I, at least to start out, we'll see how they develop. Sure. I mean, because they... I mean, Hurley's a good coach. They got talent. I'm not saying they don't. It wouldn't surprise me if Book is first team all Big East. But it I would honestly be shocked if he wasn't. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if he's not just because of the jump, but he's fucking talented. That, 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 that kid's a player. He right. is a stud and can pretty but, much and, do it and, all. And I think, like you said, this year, you know, I think they're five or worse, but I think they're going to compete. The year after, I think they're mm-hmm. going to be pretty damn good. And I think the years after that, like three through five, you're looking – Really impressive if they can keep this thing going. And, and anybody that doesn't believe that, I know a lot of there are a lot of UConn doubters out there. Um, you're going to be 
I hate I hate to show that video. You know the video I'm talking about? They always post this shit. Yeah, with, with Hurley, with the yeah, Villanova stuff behind now. him. It's coming. I'm sick of seeing this shit, but I hate to say it. It's coming. And, like, I mean, we're going to be very realistic and uh, we, we're jackasses a lot of the time, but we, we're going to be very realistic with our analysis. We can be unbiased on that. And, like, as much as I fucking hate it. Three, and we're all a tier behind Nova. You know, yeah, like after Nova, it's bunched up like crazy, and they're they're a tier behind Nova, but I think the numbers. Yes, I mean, yeah, you got you got yeah, Nova, and then you got the entire Mediterranean Sea, exactly, and then you got UConn Xavier, uh, got, Seton like, Hall, Hall if they, if they start recruiting in their own state. Then you got a, then you got the you know another fucking huge. Yeah. You got the Mariana Trench, and then you've got fucking DePaul and Georgetown, and St. John's right above. Them. Yeah, St. St. John's like they're they're sailing in the trench. St. John's might get okay under my yeah. Kansas. Uh, and, and Georgetown, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Georgetown has some recruits that might be coming in next week, potentially a finger wagger in a Matumbo Junior, potentially Ryan Matumbo, which would be a big get for them. It would be, like, especially like the the name and the brand. That's huge. That's, that's, that's honestly huge for recruiting more. Coach. Yeah, exactly. Like that would have some that would have some juice because Ewing had some dudes, man. They had a bunch of talent. Like with uh, what was it, the point guard that left. I should have known all these names coming in. The guy, they lost like four good dudes. Yeah. But um, he was, fuck. He was the first first team all freshman last year, whatever. And blanking on the name. Really good player, but they lost a bunch of players and still were okay. Yeah, and, and Georgetown's not in a bad position. They're just, the only uh, reason I call them in a bad position is because they just have people leaving left and right. They exactly. they lost their three best it, players to the transfer. It's a battle too. Yeah. Like. Tell, tell me how passing all teams they're going to have to pass up on the way up is going to happen. Because it's going to be a fucking dog fight. Because no program is just going to easily be like, okay, Georgetown, yeah, you can just be better than me now, you know? Right. Like, no one. You know, they have a, they have a ways to go. I, I, they have a major uphill climb. They got to – and it's kind of like they're they're rebuilding, but they got to continue tearing it down real quick. Sure. Because I mean, with a, with, they got to fix what's happening internally to make sure people want to stay. Because like they, they lost some three issue. solid players to transfer. James Akinjo was the name I was thinking. Yes, James okay. Akinjo, he was really good. I'm disappointed that I didn't figure that out. That out it's either. all good. It happened. <laughs> but, and also, too, with Georgetown, man, it's just with the brands they are, it's, it's hard for me to think that it's what it is right now. But also, too, when you get one of those big name coaches, like you get a, you get a Patrick Ewing, you get a, a Penny Hardaway. I feel like it's important for those guys more than anyone to make an immediate splash. Yes, because they're, say, they're hey, so I'm going to get exciting. recruits. Come play for me, and we're going to get something going. Because I feel like for Georgetown, they needed to make that splash right away with Patrick Ewing for it to happen, get, to get momentum, to get like, hey, we gotta be, we're back. We're Georgetown again. Because it, it, it's been two or three years now, you know? So and, and for it to have been two or three years and years. nothing's really happened, you're kind of like, is it anything going to happen? So I feel like you've kind of lost a lot of that, right. you know, a lot of that momentum that you initially had right yeah. away. And like St. John's tried the same thing with Chris Mullen. I mean, this guy on exactly. the uh, this alum yeah, on the dream alum, team exactly has all this. Yeah, exactly. And he ended up being he a was fucking like a joke. Fumbling idiot. I, I'm 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 gonna give. I don't think I don't think Patrick Ewing's an idiot. I don't think Patrick Ewing is a joke and doesn't want to do the job. Yeah. Chris Mullen was just a fucking moron. Yeah. And Patrick Ewing, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to coach. He knows I basketball. Think it, it, the NBA to college is a bit of a. I think it was a bit of a shock for him, probably, on how just fucking crazy being a college coach is. Because you're recruiting all the time. It's a nonstop job. And the NBA, they're professionals. They know what they're going to do. They come into practice. They know what they're doing. You really they're have no authority anyway. Kids. You get new kids every fucking year. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy being a college coach, I feel like. You're, you're the CEO. Yeah, like you, a, you, you are NBA, running a business. A if anything, in, the, in, in, in college to me, being a coach isn't the most important thing as being a college coach. I think being a recruiter and being a CEO is more important than the actual coaching, in my opinion. 
I might be wrong. You got you to bring in the guys. Like, I would rather, I'd rather have a guy that gets guys than a guy that knows how to coach, if I'm being completely honest with you. I mean, uh, you see Calipari. There's probably a debate there, yeah. And I think Calipari's a, I think Calipari can coach. He's a good coach. But he's a way better recruiter. Yeah. Like, I always said if, like, you get um, Calipari to be the recruiter and Krzyzewski to be the head coach, you have oh an unbeatable basketball God, team. Would dominate. <laughs> I think we've kind of, kind of covered that, but just some significant kind of UConn news and kind of just showing, hey, we're here, you know. Yeah, and they are here. They're coming. And – I mean, I know um, HBET out there. You like no escalator said today. If you think they're annoying now, oh, just dude, fucking so wait, dude. They're we're gonna, gonna get. To this we're gonna in like hate five them. Five years, and you're gonna be like, man, those are the good old days. <laughs> but also, dude, I kind of talked about this today too. And as much as I would love for UConn to just come in and get their fucking shit rocked, I don't think that's gonna happen. It's good for the biggies. We've kind of shown that that's not gonna happen. I kind of want to see it this year a little bit. I kind of like to see them get humbled a little bit this year and say like, hey, you can't just come from the AAC. Getting middle of the pack in the AC to becoming top two in the Big East all of a sudden. I honestly think it's important for uh, the the other Catholic schools. Seven and the other other uh, Big East schools to make a statement. Like, yeah, you can't, you cannot just come in from the We're AC. We're not going to let you come in here and just fucking destroy. Right. It. This yeah. is our league We're now. We're not going to give it to you. Yeah. This We're is our league. We're not just going to give you number two. Like we've been here, we've been established. Like we are yeah. legitimate programs. Seasons in the fucking AAC, yeah. we were here fucking going to work. Yes, know? like we're we're taking abuse like every single night. We're getting. Jay Wright tweets about how classy of a program we are. That's that's just abuse in itself. I want to see one of my favorite games that I'm excited for is the first Nova UConn game. That's gonna be wild. Like that's that's just a brand versus brand. That is, I want Nova to just kick the their doors off. Yeah. I want Nova to do what Nova does to Xavier every fucking time. Fifty-five percent from three. Yeah. Forty-point lead going into half. I want to see Jay Wright tweet. Fuck them up, dude. Because I don't think UConn understands how good Nova is, dude. I honestly think a lot a lot of the UConn fans they are they're a little blind right now. They're very very. Not a good sure. reason, bro. They just went from the AAC to the Big East. They're high as fuck. They're on that. They're on that high. Right now. Cloud nine. I would be losing my fucking shit if I was living in fucking purgatory for five years, getting losing seasons after winning championships and shit. I would have been losing my fucking mind because these last two years for us have been tough, and we've taken a step back, obviously, but we're not terrible, you know. And we were never a championship team to begin with, you know? And, yeah, like, we, we've been through this shit. We, we've been building for We didn't lose our conference, years. lose our coach, lose everything, get losing seasons. I mean, they lost everything. Sanctions. They lost everything, bro. So for them to be back in the Big East, it looks like they're going to be maybe back to what they were. I don't think they're going to be back to what they were, but I think they're going to be some kind of version of that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a different brand. For sure. Like, but the, the name's going to be the same. Now, and if they would commit to using the old Husky logo, they'd be the best team in the country. Automatic. Automatic. fucking matter. If, they, if they're committed to this goofy looking one, then they'll be. Yeah, the one that looks like it's good. made by some dude on LSD. It's not LSD. terrible, but the old Husky logo to me just screams elite. I look at that logo, I'm like, oh, this is good. This you reminds think, me of you like, think of guys like Josh Boone. This reminds me of like the mid 2000s and seeing that logo and be like, oh, shit, that's the one seed team. That, you know, that's <laughs> they're team back. That's, yeah, that's the team that beat the shit out of that Duke team that we lost to. That I was that was fucking loaded. That those UConn teams were tough. With uh, oh. UConn uh, used to be a big a blue blood, without question. In the mid two thousands, they were a blue blood. They they are a brand. Like right. they are a name brand. Like they yeah. are. You don't find them, like no. mark mark down at Walmart. No, I think they're a top fifteen all time brand. They're yeah. not top ten. And the they are down. They're the only reason they'd be down that low is if since like the past decade the past has been five. brutal. Yeah, just the yeah. past five years. Yeah. And I think them being good is really good for the league. And this is the last thing I have to say about UConn, I promise. I promise. Fuck you, Don. Fuck you, UConn. Fuck you, UConn! Fuck you, UConn! 
But like, I think them being good is good for the league. It is. Just like I think if Georgetown ever decided to be good, that'd be good for the league. Because, like, you got every league needs those name they brands. Have their brands. Like, yeah. if Indiana was good, it'd be good for the Big Ten. Massive for the you Big know? Ten. Huge you need Big Indiana Ten. to be good. If UCLA good. was good, it'd be huge for the Big Twelve. Well, it's like um, like my dad, my dad loves SEC football, and uh, he he's he can't wait for Tennessee to get good again because if Tennessee is good, I mean, everything feels breath. right. And Don't hold your breath, bro. I, I, that's what I tell him. Like, and I, I thought they coming back, man. Peyton Manning ain't coming back. It's kind of it's kind of like the same thing. Like know, you mean. need the name brands to be good. Like if UCLA ever gets good again, which I mean, sorry, it's Mick Cronin, so, so not, don't him. hold your breath again. He's a couple of recruits, but he'll he'll fuck them up. Any big game he yeah, will shit. fuck them up. Freshmen aren't winning anymore. You don't win with freshmen anymore. You can't. I mean, they can help, but they're not. That's not a winning formula. You do not like with freshmen leading. Get old, stay you do old, not win baby. Anymore. Yep, get old and stay old. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I don't want five stars, but get old and stay I old. I love using five stars, but I like. I, I cannot sit there and be like, have a team like the Fab Five or um, that Kentucky team that went 38-1. and one. Ohio State with Greg Oden and Mike Conley. Yeah, like the, the, it's a yeah. whole trail of almost. John Wall and all that. I mean, yeah. The only team I think that ever really did it was an Anthony Davis team. And they, they still had uh, like Darius Miller. A bunch of old. A, yeah, a bunch, a bunch of dudes of that carried over. Exactly. They had sophomores, um, Deron Lamb. Right. I, the, he was he – was, um, John Calipari says he was one of the best scorers mm-hmm. like that he's ever coached. Kind of like Patrick Patterson stuck yeah. around for a while. They had some dudes, Terrence Jones. But um, but anyway, we kind of went off the rails there a little bit. But that's all I got. Can I get a fuck you, UConn so we can wrap this up? Fuck you, UConn! Fuck you, UConn. Always. All right, so kind of next moving on. This is just a little tidbit that I had, but I heard something about Colby Jones that I thought was worth worth noting. I had heard that he had been the best shooter in practice so far. Colby Jones who Xavier recruited as a long, athletic, pretty much do-it-all-butt-shooting wing. Andy, what's what do you think about that? So, like, my, my thoughts on Col- Colby Jones have always been he's a guy that can make the lane collapse mm-hmm. and then kick it out because he's a good passer to begin with. Great ball handler, yeah. great passer. For so, like, he yeah. can – and he and he's he's got some pretty long arms too. Mm-hmm. So, like, he can weave his way into the, into the lane mm-hmm. and then kick it out to a shooter. But now he can be one of those shooters. Right. If – um, if my sources are correct, when Travis Steele went down to um, watch him after his AAU tournament, <laughs> that my, my, my cap industry sources, <laughs> uh, like, so a little birdie told me that after, after one of his games, they, Travis Steele stuck around just a little quick, um, yeah. ca- catch and shoot drill 100 out shots. of a hundred shots. He made 75. If we, I, obviously he's not going to be a 75% shooter with defense, No, but if he can add a stroke to his already uh, to the ability that he already has of shooting from the mid range, getting to the bucket, finishing in style, finishing through too. people, hell of a defender. And, he might be the like Rick Rowan said he's probably the best defender on the roster now. And, that, and that's huge with guy with losing a guy like Najee. He's already better than Paul Scruggs as a defender. That, what you're saying? So. That is because uh, Paul Scruggs was our second guy behind Najee last year. I think year. Paul Scruggs is a hell of a defender. That's a, he can fucking not foul. And then droop his fucking shoulders every freaking time. And his arms were so long that, Bro, that his hands would get out of his ankles. I know you're built like a safety, but this is basketball. Please, the love of God, Paul Scruggs, stay out of freaking foul trouble and you'll be first team all league. You only get five. God. And he's such a vital player. I, he's so important. And it's like it's just it's just not worth shoulder checking the dude. And like I don't think you fouled him either. But fuck, just don't droop your shoulders and be fucking mad about it all the fucking time. And it wasn't worth shoulder checking him to begin with. We need you in the fucking game. 
Sorry, that was a random Paul Scruggs fucking rant. Had to say hey, it though. Hey, but like that's the that's the kind of emotion that we have for this program and how much we love this program and we and how believe hard the blob rolls. Yeah, the, the blob rolls hard. Downhill, like downhill, downhill. Remy, downhill blob. <laughs> Damn it. But it kind of just went back on Colby Jones and kind of putting a wrap on this. It wasn't even a big thing, just a little point. Like, man, he has a chance to be a really good player. And and I kind of said this to Colby. To, to Colby. To, I said this to Andy before the show. I was like, man, Colby kind of strikes me, and this might be saying a little crazy. I'm not going to say he's going to be this good. But he kind of strikes me as a Josh Hart light a little bit. I mean, he had a, a crazy GPA in high school. He had a chance to go to Stanford. He's very smart, very high high IQ player. And Steele, after that little drill, came up to him. He's like, Colby, why are you not shooting threes in games? And he's like, Coach, I don't need to. I can get to the rim whenever I want. And he's like, and Trav said, fair, but when you get to the college level, you better you be can. fucking shooting, man. You got to be ready. You're going to be shooting no shoot. shots. You need to be a weapon from three. Hey, so, really, the first open shot you get, you got to take. Exactly. And I don't know if you've been seeing some of the pictures, but he looks like he's putting on weight, too. And getting and on he's, that he's Jason got, Carter. He's got a college-ready body. Man, Carter's getting huge, bro. Carter's turning into a monster, bro. I'm freaking hyped. Don't get me started on some baggy JC. But um, I, I we really like what we're seeing out of Colby Jones. It sounds like all the freshmen have been so far as advertised, if not a little bit better. Anything else to say about that? Are we moving on? Uh, um, one thing I was going to say about Colby Jones, he's just, like, ever since his commitment, he's just continually gotten better. Like, he, we when we got him, he was a three-star. Oh, High-end three-star. Exactly. And now he's getting up to the top 100 guy. Right. And like, he just keeps and they improving said, it better. They said if he had a, if he had a jumper, he he probably would have been out of Xavier's reach, which which means he probably would have been top 50 or higher. And then so he's adding he can, that jumper, so. so he can shoot. Now, it's still far out. from done. It, it's That's still far from shooting threes in games, you know, and, and knocking stuff down like Trayvon Blue. That's not what we're saying. But it's a, it's a good sign. It's a phenomenal sign. I think every Xavier fan should be excited with the words we are saying, all about 10 people listening to I this. I think Kobe's going to get minutes this year. I, he's like, and. I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. Colby is with a freshman class with CJ Wilcher and Dwan Odom. Like they're not exactly wings. Colby will be that relief. Colby's our true wing. He's our one true wing that we have to relieve Paul Scruggs. Mm-hmm. So he's going to come off the bench as maybe that seventh really, or eighth guy. There's not even another true wing on the roster. Yeah. Like Paul Scruggs is going to play the wing, but he's not really a true. I would, in an ideal world, I want Scruggs at the two. So, Scruggs is a two. So if, if Jones is ready, and he, I think he's stepping up, and I think he's probably realizing that too. Hey, man, if I'm ready, I'm going to have a chance to get 20 minutes a game if I if I can play. And I think he's going to have a little bit of a mentality of you know, he's got that confidence that he can do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. and he's going to come in and be able to make an instant impact. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's not going to come in and um, drop 15 he's not a game. The on fire. No. But remember Najee as a freshman? If he could be any version of that, where he comes in, does the dirty work, maybe hits a shot in the corner once in a while, Makes plays great about defense, him. athletic wing. Man, Najee was awesome as a freshman. If, probably, we talked about this. He was our third best player in my mind by the end of the season. And he came in uh, and with a, came in replacing a struggling Kaiser Gates. Yep. And uh, just coming in, and he just did his job. Like like we were talking about before the show. I mean, Najee as your best option, you're you're in a good position. I don't want him running my offense. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Najee as your third best option. Oh. Holy shit. Look and out. if we can get any version of that from Colby Jones, we're going to be in great shape. Especially with Dwan Odom and CJ Wilcher to uh, be those other young guys that are coming off the bench. Yep. If, if not starting at, at Dwan Odom. Mm, I think you will be my midseason, if right. not before then. I, I think uh, by the time we get to conference play, I think so <laughs> so the, this is the first game of the season. 
and I have a, another random hot take. If Florida State hadn't fucking intentionally twisted Najee Marshall's ankle in the first two minutes of that fucking game, we beat Florida State and go to the Sweet 16 and probably the Final Four, but that's beside the point. Right, we, won't, we won't get into that before yeah. we get all fucking uh, pissed yeah, again. Fuck you, Florida State. Fuck you, Florida State! All right, so moving on. Moving on. Let's talk Big East bubble, man. Like, not really much has happened, but there was fairly significant news in the college sports world today that the Big Ten is essentially shutting down college football this year. Um, and it also looks like the ACC and the Big 12 are going to Are follow. trying to play. I oh, think the ACC is trying to play. But, um, so the SEC is the SEC. The, the SEC is doing everything they can. They're, um, they're even going to invite other other conferences, right. not UC, like some of them may think. Um, <laughs> Why don't you uh, invite them in the <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like they're, they're going to do that, everything they can to play. ACC and Big 12 are on the fence, but it it's kind of looking like they're yeah. going to fall toward. Uh, it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. It just does not. If the Big 10 is out, you know how big a fo- how big football is to those guys. They, like, if the Big 10 is out, I don't see it happening. Because we know Big 10 basketball Twitter is less horny than Georgetown. Which is. Which is saying. That is. The that is. Right. Fuck. <laughs> That is drier than a nun. <laughs> that is no man's land, bro. No man's fucking land. And, too, we all know that if UConn says we're not going to play football, that's just essentially God's gospel right there. If UConn is saying we're not going to do it, you know they're right because they're right about everything. That's a fucking joke. Fuck you, UConn. You guys are so fucking pretentious sometimes. I love you, but Jesus, fuck. Love you. I fucking hate you, but I also love you. God, loosen the tie a little bit. Good Lord. <laughs> But let's put the bubble, man. So let's get, so let's talk a little bit of Biggie's bubble here. Why the fuck not? Like, why not? And so the reason we brought up football is because it just simply makes exactly sense right. that they're gonna um, that you can't you cannot bubble football. Mm-hmm. Like, there's 90 people that you have to bubble from the whole staff the, all the way down. Yeah. Like from, 55 man roster. They they even more than that. They have about it's 80 huge. players. It's it's, huge. Yeah. it's fucking massive. Some schools have double numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you got the and training Alabama staff. Has like hundred kids on their team. Yeah, it's fuck. It's fucking insane. Yeah. You cannot bubble all that. But with basketball, you have twenty, twenty-three with the trainers and everybody. Yep. That, that all the all those essential Maybe people. Bring a tutor. And yeah, bring, bring a tutor or two. I, I think it's important to have as much academic support. Dude, it would be better academically for the players. It's but all going to be online that, anyway. Like, I can't stand this fucking narrative of like, oh well, what about school? School comes first. They'll be better at school if they're trapped in the bubble. You can't go anywhere. Yeah, like they, they can't go and party. The are going to have access to them. You know what I mean? Like, like, honestly, they'll get so bored they're studying. They're not going to be able to get in trouble. There's nothing they're going to be able to fucking do other than fucking study and play basketball and play big fucking 2K. That's all they're really going to be able to do. And, uh, and then everyone's like, oh, well, they should be playing the players. They're going to go in a fucking bubble. They're going to want to go, dude. What are you saying? Yeah, but they are begging if to I go. Was telling, if I was telling Kiki Tandy, or no, let's, let's say I'm talking to a senior. I'm talking to Paul Scruggs who is investing everything to come back and play for his senior year. It's either bubble or no basketball. He's going to fucking bubble. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I'm going in fucking bubble. Hands down. No questions asked. I'm going in fucking bubble. Uh, a guy like Nate Johnson who came in a new area. Everyone's excited about him. He's excited to be here. His first chance to maybe like play for a Big East Power Conference school playing Big East Tournament. Yeah, because he spent the last three, four years at Gardner-Webb which nothing against them. Hey, uh, I think they went to them a couple times. It's it's not the same experience. He wants that one experience of playing at Madison Square Garden or wherever right, they decide exactly. to have the bubble. Right. He wants to play against UConn, against Villanova, against Georgetown. What's his uh, moment in the sun, man? Yeah. Against St. John's because you know they're a powerhouse. <laughs> right, so that, like, think of guys like that. They are not going to turn that down. Like, they're not going to ask for compensation. You allow them to opt out. 
this isn't rocket science, bro. Yeah. You, you, like, you, you give them the option. You're not forcing them to go in there. If you don't want to go, then don't go. Yeah, like, we're, not, we're not making you go in there. And that's how the NCAA or whatever conferences protect themselves from getting sued. Because I know Brian Snow, I believe, I, I, I'm not even going to connect his name to it because I, I, may, I may have seen it wrong. Uh, but I, I saw, I saw on Twitter that. Uh, they're really just trying not to get sued. They're trying to protect their own sure, asses. Of course. Uh, which makes perfect Who's sense. Not to protect their own ass? I, I always want to protect my ass. Like, nothing goes in my it's ass. It's candy, dude. <laughs> Whoa, he said in. Whoa, I got squared quickly. H bat, baby. Hell yeah. Stand on brand. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous with all these narratives of just like, oh, you got to pay the players. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's like, sure, I'd love for the players to be played. There's no infrastructure today to play the players for this season. It's just, that's impossible. Like, quit giving me these stupid scenarios that have no chance of happening. It's fucking, she can't, like, it's fucking ridiculousness. So, I don't understand why you don't, but the thing that gets me, and the thing that worries me, is if there was going to be a bubble, the talks would need to be happening right now. Right, we need we need to get that the shit season going. season like end of October, early November. The season, this stuff needs to be happening now. I think it's going to, either way, I think it's going to be a normal conference season, mm-hmm. uh, where they're going to start I mean, in January. Yeah, you February. could just start in January, which, which is... I, I think I'll, that's I'll the way that it's going to go. Over For sure. Because I don't what, really get excited about, I mean, of course I get excited about any Xavier basketball, but there is not, uh... <laughs> literally anything. <laughs> I can tell you, like, Kiki Tandy, like, you know, made, like, a layup today, you'd lose your fucking shit. Dude, don't get me started on a Kiki Tandy 3. Oh my god. Or a 3 mantle. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I mean, I, I get excited about Xavier versus Sienna, but... Too. In no way is it anywhere comparable to Xavier versus Villanova, or Xavier bubble. versus any Big East team. Games would be sick. That'd be a wild season, man. It would be awesome. I mean, like every game means absolutely nothing. everything. We're expecting nothing. Like to be honest with you, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think it maybe has a 15, 20, 25 percent chance on the on the good side. You know, and that might be calling it higher than what I think it really actually might be. But I just don't understand why you don't do it for the kids, man. They want to play. To me, like, in in my realistic world, I don't see any reason why you don't put in every piece of effort you have to make this you shit happen. The kids, man. And they put so much investment. They make no money. They put in so much investment for this shit. For them to just lose their senior year, I think it's pretty fucked up. Like, uh, you guys have already lost the end of their senior year. Exactly. Like, Hugh and Tyreek did not get a... They didn't get to go into the double tournament, yeah. which is what you always dream of, you know? So I, I don't see any reason why, and people on Twitter are annoying about this shit, about like the fucking cool stuff and all this bullshit. It's just annoying. But I just don't see why you don't do it. But it, it, it needs to start happening now, is what, what Central was saying. Like, the, the Big East bubble talk would have to start talk. Like, we have to start now for it to have any chance. So, like, because we got to get hotels, you got to get a venue, um, and you got to really book it out. Exactly. Like, and those hotels are going to be booked for months. Exactly. And so they, they got to really find one it's to agree. with college kids. It's it going to be tough for college kids for them Especially, to that's why, that. I, that's why I think you can't do it in New York. As much as I love the idea of them, be MSG awesome. um, bubble, you be cannot blast. bubble in New York That's City. one thing that I think of, too, is like if I was a player, I would want to go in a heartbeat. It would be so much fun. Right, like you're pretty much just bubble, growing. They're having a fucking blast all the fucking time. Uh, it's it's a three-month overnight camp where you play a bunch of basketball games yeah. that mean the world. Push my arm, dude. That sounds <laughs> so much fun. Just I'll go. Just chill with your boys. Like I would go in a heartbeat. I would go right now. If you found me a spot in the bubble, CapEx is going. Yeah, I, I, I'll be right there. I'll, I'll be right I there. I would drop my entire ba- life and spend three months in the bubble. Are you fucking kidding me? That'd be fucking awesome. I'd be in basketball heaven. 
anyway, so I think that covers what I want to talk about with Biggie's bubble. You good? Yeah, man. Like I think I think you pretty much covered that. Um, really, it's just gotta happen. Yeah, and honestly, exactly. if it doesn't happen, then fuck you, Yukon. It's Yukon's fault if it doesn't. I'm with you on that, Andy. So our next little bit of news is actually it just happened. Um, it, we're gonna release this about... probably Tuesday morning to Monday night. It literally just happened. Um, Elijah Tucker just got another future cast for Xavier. He's a top 150 kid on Rivals and um, 24/7 Sports. Um, power forward, pretty athletic, pretty all-around type of player. Six seven, one ninety. Six seven. He seems like to me, he seems a little bit raw. I've seen a couple highlight videos of him. I'm not going to claim that I've seen, I've watched a bunch of his high school games. But There's really not much out there on him. Yeah, he's, uh, a, he's a little raw. I've seen a, a couple videos on YouTube about him. Yeah. Um, he kind of reminds me of like Daniel Ramsey at the same stage. A little uh, bit. A, a much skinnier da- a Daniel Ramsey. Skinnier, but Daniel Ramsey uh, was pretty skinny too, especially in the knees and the legs. Yeah. I didn't mean to talk about his knees, but and to, to me, I, I actually talk about Daniel Ramsey it's on my mind. Honestly, what this kind of says to me is that they want another big just in case he doesn't work out. It's kind of a, this, a little bit of insurance. That's kind of what this says to me. Yeah. Um, but he's a good player. Got a lot of potential. I know that they wanted him, and I think Jonas Hayes is the leader on him, and I know he's a down south guy. I, I forget. I think he is in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't know exactly, but... Um, I mean, he, he but if Hayes is on him, Cherokee, if Jonas sure. Hayes is on him and we're getting future casts for him, I would say... That's a layup, man. We're on commitment watch. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say it's a complete layup, but I would say we're on commitment watch there. I, but we don't know much about it yet. It literally just saw it before we started recruiting the... We started recording the pod, so I thought we'd talk about it. Um, I did a little bit of uh, research on him. I mean, I watched a couple of videos. What I saw from him is he's got um, a plethora of moves. Uh, kind of like how I talked about with uh, Ben Stanley. Like, obviously, he's got, not going to be a, the same type of player, but he can play back to the basket and face up. He loves the face up. That's, that's what he prefers. Yeah. Uh, and he's got such long arms, he can finish around the basket. Yeah. Now, one thing I saw a lot of was he loved a fadeaway shot, and uh, and he was hitting them. That's not one legged. You practice that? Win. That's what I tell my eighth graders all the time. Like, <laughs> fuck, get get the fuck out I of here with that. Healing, bro. <laughs> but so, one thing I would like to see from him is a quicker release. Mm-hmm. It is a little. It's it's not a broken shot, but it's a little bit funky, and it is a little bit slow on the release. He seems like a bit of a project. Like, I, of I, course, he's gonna be a project. He yeah. needs to put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. At six seven, he's one ninety. Right, so we have so many young bigs in the in the program that you can time. afford to take a project. For sure, like he he has time, so we're gonna he's gonna have a lot of work. But let me tell you, he has a ceiling like no other. I like not like kind of like a Deontay Miles ce- ceiling, Whoa. like not because uh, he's he's just athletic. He's long, mm-hmm. uh, but he's gonna be like a Deontay Miles ceiling at the four position. Okay, so yeah, it's on the track. Like, and I think that you would see project. the ranking, and you would be like, okay, you know, one forty seven. All right, you a know, three star. Yeah, it doesn't like pop off the page, but I think that when you're looking at all the shit that Xavier's brought in the last three years, have back-to-back top twenty-five recruiting classes, two of the best back-to-back that I had ever seen, and then this third one where we already got Cesar Edwards, we got two of the most coveted transfers in the market, and another top one fifty kid. That's just hard to do. That's a lot that of shit. That sounds like a top. Uh, That's a lot. A top twenty-five class. Right. If you if you would count in the two transfers, it would be a top twenty-five-ish class. I would, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Without, so, I think Kunkel, I think they're counting on Kunkel being a dude. He's going to be a dude. I think, I think they're counting on Stanley to be a contributor and be an impact player, but I think they're counting on Kunkel to be a dude. He's going to be a scorer. I man. think he's going to be a dude. So yeah. that's that's something to track there. And, and I one, think, one thing I will say about uh, um, Elijah Tucker. Yeah. It does not – on the um, 
few videos I've seen, it does not look like he supports the baggy movement. <sighs> Those shorts are shorter than my cross country shorts in high school. That's a damn shame. What that Jason Carter talk to him? Yeah, well, I, I think Carter's got the got what it takes to mm, uh, to pass down the legacy. Because Carter can be a leader, mm -hmm. um, so he might be able to pass that down. But as of right now, it does not look like Elijah Tucker supports. I want in your shorts. Drew, I need you to come down and talk to the boys, all right? Uh, oh, Mark, Mark Lyons? Yeah, I need Mark Lyons to come down and talk to the boys. I think I think, I think think Drew Lavender is the baggy goat. Dante had some pretty good ones. Oh, Dante wore a fucking caprice. We could, we, I think this could be one we do on the Stanley next show. We could, do a, we could do a baggy X power ranking. I'm, Maybe I'm a top 10 cool. baggiest players of all time. A little baggy draft? A little baggy draft, if you will. Baggy Zave, let's fucking go. <laughs> And then, also, too, with recruiting, let's just say they get Elijah Tucker. I think you might be looking at one more they would like to get. But you also have brought in so many dudes the last few years that it's just getting to be a harder sell to, for recruiting. That's why getting back-to-back-to-back classes like this is so tough. Because these kids know. You know what I'm saying? When Like, the year after Najee Marshall and all that, like, you're recruiting kids, and, like, they know you just got Najee Marshall and Paul Scruggs. They know how good they are. Yeah, like so they, they know that they're going to have one yeah, year of promise. They're prominence. looking at your roster and they're like, I'm not going to play for Paul Scruggs. That's why it's hard. All these kids know each other. They're so intertwined nowadays. That's why it's so hard to get these back-to-back -back classes. So I would say for what we've done, getting another top 150 kid is pretty fucking impressive. It's, 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 it's going to be it's, it's a very not, big contribution. Absolutely. And I know and we've we need, been ragging we need on people. We depth. What? We need yeah. depth of the four. I mean, and we have a bunch of That's one thing we five. talked about last week. Yeah, exactly. But I think now the thing, the only thing you need in recruiting, in my opinion, you're deep at Every guard position and every big position now, if you get a lot of And even without it, you still have a lot. But you need a wing, man. All we, the only wing we have wing in the program depth. is Colby Jones. So I've read today, I have to give credit where credit is due, credit to 24-7 Sports and Rick Burrowing. They have said that it looks like Nate Santos and Lucas Taylor will be the two preferred wings going forward, the two targets, which will both be huge gets. And it sounds like also our boy, Tashawn Holt, will be in the mix as well. And they would probably take any three of them, but it sounds like Taylor and Santos are the two that are being, you know, prioritized just a little bit. Would be the would be the preference. And um, it just shows that the that Steele wants shooters. That's the brand that he wants exactly, to be. Yeah. He's not going to try to be Villanova, but he likes not, to run offenses where you can shoot. Yeah, he doesn't want to not be Villanova. Though. Who doesn't want to be Villanova? Yeah, obviously. I would love to be Villanova. I'd love to have that offense. I said it, it just shows that he's going to prioritize shooting, especially after the two years that we've seen oh, with was, lack of shooting. Steele does not like – he wants to run an offense where you have four shooters on the floor. Absolutely. At, at least four shooters. And I think if you get one of those three, this would be about – let's say you get Elijah Tucker and then you get one of those three wings that we were talking about. This would be as perfect a three-year recruiting stretch as I could have even dreamt of. What, as a Xavier fan watching them come from – Mid-majors, uh, even low-majors, upgrade to a mid-major. Right. And then in now in the top conference of basketball, like ask 10-year-old Andy, and he would have thought you, called you absolutely insane to right. think we have three a three-year recruiting stretch like this. Right, exactly. And, it, and we haven't really gotten like a huge individual recruit other than Duan Odom, but there's just been a bunch of crazy, really, really, really good depth. Like, we're getting dudes, like, we might get one or two of these dudes a year, and we're just getting every single one is a dude, you know? Every single recruit is a dude. I think I think this, I haven't, we don't know this yet, but I think Cesar Edwards could end up being, like, top 60. But I think Cesar I think, Edwards, I am so high on I him. Think he's that gonna, is a massive get. I think get. he's going to climb a lot. I really do. Because like, he, can, he can score all over the floor. His, his tape is disgusting. Uh, he How can do it all. Do, his tape is 
growth. At 6'10", hitting setbacks. He looks really good on film, bro. Yeah, I'm like, excited. Traffic and the blocks and stuff, like the pin, like I see him like pinning blocks to the backboard, like it's nothing. Like he's got when he puts some weight on, he's gonna be, he's gonna be tough. We're dude. talking about a dude that's Pinning over 200 pounds putting weight on. Be disgusting. Um, that's gonna be yeah, a dude. I love his look too. He's just so old school looking. Got kind of like the glasses goggles type thing, yeah, like he, a little afro. He, he legit looks like a little bit of a Isaiah Fillmore. He kind of looks like Kaiser Gates' dad. Ooh. To me. Really? Like, he kind of looks like if, if I was watching, like, Kaiser Gates' dad in high school, like, I feel like I'd kind of be watching, That's like, a, that's a picture? Yeah. Like, because they've kind of got, like, similar hair. They're both long. They're both, like, lanky. They both have a little bit of a... He's, his jump shot kind of looks like Kaiser Gates' jump shot. Like, the form looks similar. A little bit, yeah. yeah you, have to, you have to look at it a little bit more, but maybe I'm just weird. But but Xavier's killing it, and, and hopefully they continue to do so. And if they do those things, I mean, this just would have been a dream. If you had told me what Steele was going to do recruiting-wise coming into all this, we still have to win games, obviously, and I think obviously he's getting the players to do that now. But you had told me this three-year stretch, stretch would happen, I would have been like, that would have been better than my expectations. Better than my best expectations. I, I, I never would have dreamed that. Because, I mean, growing up growing up a Xavier fan, I mean, I just get excited about every win, every... Every step like, forward. We used to get excited about three-star recruits, which mm-hmm. I, mean, I know we rag on uh, St. John's, uh, John's and Georgetown for fighting over three-star recruits. also St. John's and Georgetown. We and, were an upstart that started in the late 80s. Yeah. We, we were a nothing program until the late 80s. Yeah, yes. A modern, day, a modern day Evansville. We were nothing. We were nothing, dude. So to, to decline from that, and then I kind of wish I was born a little bit earlier so I could have respected those days a little bit more. Of right, like the like, 90s. Like to, to experience the whole grind. Playing Schmidt, you know, and, and coming up from there to where we were. Because I was kind of born into, I, I went to a couple games as a toddler at Cincinnati Gardens, but... Almost my entire memory is Cintas era, you my, know, which has still, been, which is is still been a huge growth, you know, going to games as a 10-year-old and 12-year-old, and I was 12 and 04, and just I remember, like, the landscape of college basketball, and I was falling in love with it back then, back when UConn was a powerhouse, which are not anymore, and they probably might be again, we'll see, but just, the, like, nah. those programs that I looked up to, and I was just like, man. To be, to play, but to play in the Big East, man. We are on their level. Like, we are, yeah, exactly. And we've been the second best team since realignment, bro. Like, that that will never not blow my mind. Like, right. how, how far the program has come. And like Getting uh, a one seed. If you had told 12-year-old me we would get a one seed. I, I, I've seen us be 14 seeds. Now, we won't even be thought of as a 14 seed. There's like, no way that they're going to be a 14 seed. Like, we, we're, we'd barely get a 12 seed. If that. That'd yeah, be like, like the worst they could do. If if we are on the twelve line, we're likely out of the tournament. Yeah, you're either a, you're either a twelve or you're out. Yeah, that's that's the lowest they'll give us. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, I can't believe we got a fourteen seed that one year. That's well. And nearly fucking won. We should have fucking won that game. Four days in the eighth end tournament, baby. Justin Cage. And, and Justin Dome with the block, okay, man. Those were the days with Cage. You mixed up with Justin. I think it was Cage with the block. But what? No. Pretty sure it was Cage. Uh, I thought they had. They each had. They each had one. They each had a block. Because um, uh, Dol- Dolman, I was thinking of the Dolman on the fast break. Okay. Blocking out of corner. bounds. Then okay. um, Cage had the one on the three in the corner. In the corner at the at the, at the buzzer. Yeah. Yeah. So well, oh, I think man, that covers that before well. we end up talking about this for an hour. So we'll talk about Jack Asprey. So and then just one little plug before we get to the Jack Asprey hour. Um, TBT tweeted today that they're trying to do something in the fall, which I think would be really really interesting. Everline Drive said they're ready to go, which was JP and Kaiser's team. Andy, I would love to have at least a guarantee of hoops in the fall. TBT was awesome this summer. Like that, that was that was an electric TBT. I know it was. It came at the right time, mm-hmm. and they honestly did that whole bubble thing they absolutely correctly. It. They absolutely nailed it, they, and they even threw it together. So 
to be able to do that again, like, because we, we were so jacked up about it, especially every with Remy game. Abel going I, I off. I had eyes on every single TV show. Like, and I, I watched fucking Marshall. I Which never, was awesome. That was so, much, that was that was so much fucking fun. I heard that was awesome. Like, I, I watched the Illinois alumni. I don't give a fuck about Illinois. I know. Syracuse, Marquette, who won it, by the way, which is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, Big East, Marquette finally won something in the tournament. They finally did something in the postseason. They can only do it for a million dollars. Fucking Marquette, dude. All the programs that don't win in the tournament, we need to talk about that sometimes, dude. Good lord. Yeah, well, well, win in the tournament for the love of fucking peace. And that's one thing, that's really the only knock we have as a conference, is the fact that we have such great regular season success. We had... We always do well in the non-conference. And like we we would have had two two seeds last year, if not a one seed and a two seed, yep. and we do a phenom- we run the non con, yeah, and but then those programs are just known for not. This could have been a big challenge for the Big East this year. It could have been. Yeah. So like I think you had Nova, Creighton, and Seton Hall that all had a really big chance to make to make real noise. Yeah, like when Seton Hall's a major question mark just because of the lack of success in the in the past. God, I like I had Sweden, I had Seton Hall in my Sweet Sixteen. Seton Sweden Hall. I, I had them in my Sweet 16 uh, Pals junior year, and they There's they choked so that many away. There's good teams that I've, like, I've, I just, like, put them all the way into, like, the Elite Eight, and then they just lose in the first round. Like, remember how nasty Marcus Foster was for Creighton? Oh, my I, God. I think Marcus Foster is one of the most underrated Big East players so far, new Big East players. Like, I remember I put that team easily in the Sweet 16. I had Dougie McBucket's team. I had Dougie three seed. I had them in the Elite Eight at the very least, and they Jeez. fucking choked early. Dude, Can't even make the second weekend. I didn't remember Marquette with Marcus, Marcus Howard and all those dudes just got curb stomped by I, John Morant. I mean, I, I, predict, I, I picked John Morant. I know, me too. Them. But they got just run off the floor after they looked so good not a month prior. No, they they look dominant. Like the house, the the Housers couldn't miss. Marcus Howard couldn't miss. Theo John. Off, we wore a running man blues, and they just uh, the freaking the, the Houser brothers went nuts. Yeah, I was at that game. They, yeah, they didn't was, fucking like, miss. NBA threes like crazy. That was my favorite Theo John stat. He scored zero points and had five fouls. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic Theo John. John. It's about McGee of the Big East. I fucking love Theo John. I can't. I can't fucking stand him. Clown, he just goes with Wojo. <laughs> he really does. Alright, well, just like draws up a play. Yeah, seeing him as a freshman come on the floor for the first time, I was like, "Who the fuck is this unit?" And, 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 and this is a linebacker. I know. And then he was just who he is the entire time. He hasn't grown at all. The entire the fucking time. And I was like, "He's a fucking beast." And then he this narrator, he was not a beast. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a beast. Was spoiler not alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler alert. He just looks like one. A D three beast. Barkley is some fool that looks like him. <laughs> Wanna be? Be gone. Get Wanna be? Here. Get out of here. Sucked out his talent. <laughs> like Jason Carter, the monster. Probably sucked out Theo John's talent. You know what? I'd be. I'm. I'm okay with that. I have no. I have no. No, no opposition. Opposite. No issue. But I think we've kind of covered. Unless you have anything else, I think we've covered all our serious topics of the day. Wait, we were serious. I mean, <laughs> as serious as we get. For us. Yeah. yeah. So this is the. This is obviously the part of the show where we get into the fuckery. So if you're Let's looking around go. for. Jackass hour, boys. <laughs> What if you're looking, bet, let's go. I'm clocked in, boys. Let's go. I'm clocked in the jackass hour. Let's fucking get it. If you're looking for serious content, it's Please, time to yeah. just get the go, fuck. Honestly, get the fuck out. If, if you're looking, if you came to this podcast for serious content yeah, and actual like input, yeah. like you just you're, you're fucking lost to begin with. I'm sorry, your Siri has just completely it needs to re reroute. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> 
Like there are plenty of other jackasses. My H bat boys. This is the moment you've all been waiting for. All right, so let's tell what we got on the slate for tonight, boys. All right, so this week I I, I put out a poll and uh, thanks for your help, by the way, fifty-fifty. Yeah, right. Yeah, you guys did not make the decision easy at all between Biggie's mascot rankings and your favorite favorite Biggie's teams to to beat. Uh, so the reason we went with the mascot rankings is because we kind of foreshadowed on the last last show. Mm -hmm. So this week we got the best mascots in the Big East. And we're each going to go individual one, and we're going to give our top 11. So, Cap, Mr. Host, my good friend, Captain Xavier. That's me. Who is, that is you. Holy shit. Can't I was looking for someone else. You've met him, by the way. Most famous <laughs> celebrity I've ever met. Most famous celebrity You're I've ever met is Captain idiot. Xavier. That was so funny. You're a fucking idiot. I was fucking proud All of him. Right. But at number one. It's obvious, bro. Of course I got the muskies at number one. We got DR Taney. He's got a fucking sword. He's a fucking muskie, bro. Dude's a fucking G. And But that's not even the reason we're number one. First of all, we have two mascots, so we're kind of cheating. Uh, it is, but, like, I mean, it's, it's kind of, like, one can bring down the other. I think we'll we'll see that's that later fair. on. And I would call DR Taney. I'd call Dartanian middle of the road as a mascot. Yeah, I mean, he's... But Blue Blob by himself is dragging us to number the one. The fucking tongue just... Easily. Like, number one, out first of all, he's the namesake of the podcast. So if I didn't put us number one... Simply for the blob, like, we have a mascot-based podcast name. Exactly. If we don't put us as he the greatest podcast... He fucking rolls. It's in the name. Downhill blob, baby. Downhill fucking blob, dude. And he really is. He's like one of those snowballs that goes downhill. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's fucking unstoppable. Dude, and he just like licks people in the face. He's horny as fuck. Uh, you oh. seen that video where he just licks that shit? Like, uh, right on the head? Yeah, exactly, dude. He's horny as shit, bro. So, of course, I'm taking the fucking blob. You remember the. He was on a This Is Sports Center commercial. He yeah. was on two of them. He headlined one of them. He won that Rock, Paper, Scissors game and ate that dude's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> God fucking damn he's it. He's always been my dude, bro. Like, I remember even back in the day when he had this. I remember when I was falling in love with Xavier Basketball. I just remember seeing his tongue going ape shit. I'm like, damn, what the fuck is that thing? And I was like, that's a blue blob. I'm like, I'm cool with this. This is cool. I am I am down with the blob. And then as we got ordered, we just re realized how horny he is. He's so horny. And, and then, like, D'Artanian will just, like, throw him a ball, and he'll, like, chase it like a dog, dude. He's just, he's a shit. Hey, and fun fact, your aunt used to be. My aunt was the blue blob for one game. Her horny, best friend, my, 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 my aunt <laughs> was horny for one night. She's allowed to be horny for one night. Uh, her her best friend was too drunk to be the blob, so she asked her to. Uh, I believe it was a girl. Female? The blob was female for a couple times. Wow. Yeah, so her friend was too drunk, so my aunt, who was slightly less drunk, was capable of being the blue was blob. Drunk? Was still drunk. Nice. Yes, the still blue blob was drunk. Yeah. Drunk and horny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Of course, I had to go with the yeah, fucking blob, man. Come on. Like, roll blob well, always. Why, number two? I'm with Creighton. Okay, that's I think it's, it's, it's not like. Okay, let's go Scots. Yeah. Scott, Scott. <laughs> like, it, it's simple, but it's also kind of badass. It looks like. It looks fierce. That blue jay is a good looking mascot. Good looking I, I do, like, I fucks with the blue jays. Mm -hmm. I, it, it's, yeah. and, and it's and like the the blue along with the 
uh, along with the design of it, it just looks fierce. It looks badass. If I were an opposing team and I saw that in my face, I'm like, okay, I'll take a step back. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, you made your point. Yeah, seriously, do you think? I got a classic here. I've just seen it all throughout, like, since I've been watching college basketball. I think it's a classic. I think it's decent. I think it's got a good mix of, like, kind of that's heat lightning almost. A uh, good mix of, like, you know, he's, like, good looking, but he's also, I think he'd be a tough dude. That's the Georgetown mascot. I'm all with Georgetown. I know that you disagree with me on this, but I've seen it multiple times. Maybe it's just because I've seen it a lot, but I'm going Georgetown mascot. I think it's a good mix of serious and it looks tough. And I think the Hoya is cool. I think the old Hoya logo is dope with, like, the fucking Hoya head. I love that mascot. I think it's like a mid '90s mascot that they had, or sorry, logo. That logo is tough, dude. I have to show it to you. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm not. I didn't take logos into account for any of it. But I never saying, thought that, that Hoya is tough, though. It, like it the, is. The Hoya is tough. It is. I, I don't like the four-legged one that's smiling as much, but the Hoya is tough. I and mean, the Hoya's just got a fucking like that fucking grimace, you know? Like the Hoya just to me just looks like I don't want to fuck that Hoya. You <laughs> will bite my fucking leg and not let go. And I honestly oh took God. that into consideration, like, what it should be versus what it Fair is. Fair enough. And that's kind of what I – I think that's kind of how I'm perceiving it. It's how the Georgetown logo – or the Georgetown mascot should look. Because, like, like, Ahoya itself, like, that's fucking fierce. Right. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not fucking with no Ahoya. Ahoya paranoia. Ahoya <laughs> sexa. Ahoya sexa. JP's a legend. JP, yeah. if you're listening to this, which you're probably the only one doing, you're a fucking legend, King. Ahoya walk. And we are getting rained we are getting on a little here bit at of the Rollwalk Podcast. So we are going to just walk under the little patio yeah. here. Are you connected? Yeah, I'm... we can probably at least just walk under the little awning over here. Or if we can just try to step inside. Are you plugged yeah. in? Uh, I'm plugged in, but it's... uh. I'm going to stop recording. I'll delete all that shit out. <laughs> okay, Andy, now we're on to the number three spot. And I have in the three spot a team I don't love, but the mascot I got to give respect for. And that's the Butler Bulldogs. Anytime you have a live mascot, you got to be given some credit. And Butler Blue is freaking cool. I actually completely agree with you there. I had Butler in my third spot as well. Oh, um, I'll say. So, and it, I will tell you. We both say that the fucking regular mascot is goofy. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, uh, I have Butler number three and has absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. with their costume. That costume is a fucking freak show. Why have it? It's, it makes no sense. It's all droopy. I, honestly, it looks like a bulldog had a stroke. Yeah. And it's I'm sorry to say that, but it, it just looks awful. But then you have that cool-ass, adorable bulldog. Mm-hmm. Like, so I got it. That, that, thing's, that thing's a legend. As much as I hate you, Butler, and I... Fuck you, Butler. And I, I am... I, I'm all about your mascot. And I'm also, like, the white bulldog in the Butler blue. Yeah. It just makes sense. It's a great And it's, it's a great... It's always panting and having a good time. And honestly, yeah. Hinkle's not the same without it. Like, oh, Hankle needs that bulldog. Yeah, so we got to tip our cap to Butler on that one. That's I always give credit with credit, too. Yes, ever. always give credit with credit, too. <laughs> ready for number four? I'm, re- I'm ready. Who, so who you got? Number four, I got the Fighting Stands. DePaul. <laughs> God, I love the stand this team, dude. So, you know, fucking Gassie would take to make a fucking mascot out of a fucking demon. Only DePaul could do it. Fucking love it. Well, and Duke. That's such a point. Well, um, what I love about the Paul's mascot, and I'll get into a little more when I get uh, when I get to them, uh, is how it's a goofy, scary devil. It's so goofy. I love how <laughs> tiny its head is. Like you know, most mascots have huge heads. His head's like normal. A uh, normal size. <laughs> <laughs> it's so goofy. And it, it, it doesn't look like a like, and that, that kind of makes it look more 
I mean, obviously the mascot doesn't look realistic, mm-hmm. but it lo- makes it look a little more normal yeah. and not fucking creepy. Just it's not going to make a kid cry. Yeah, exactly. And with DePaul, DePaul to me is just kind of like, you ever have someone like show you a baby picture and like the baby's like ugly as shit, you know, but like they love the kid anyway. They think it's cute. And you're like, oh, that's a fucking ugly baby. I, you don't say that. I don't stand ugly babies. Um, but I stand DePaul. I DePaul's do. my ugly baby. So I'm like, yeah, they're ugly, but they can do anything. And I'd be like, oh, I see you, my dude. You, you, like you, anybody that likes a hairless cat. Yeah, like, you, yeah, he's, he's you adorable. Like fucking grab its cheeks, you fucking little dog. Yeah, I fucking love my demons, man. I'm a fucking stan. So that's who I got number four. What are you rocking with? My number four, we give them a lot of shit, but one thing they did do well is make a good mascot. And that is the team from the Mecca, okay. St. John's. Nice. I, I just love, like... I'm a big blue guy. I love the color blue. Yeah, the big blue but, Yeah, big blue conference. Everybody here is blue. Mm-hmm. If you're not blue, then get out. Stop uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that, that needs that needs to be the new um, <laughs> motto. <laughs> Biggie's <laughs> conference. Double D, double D. Such a banger, too. Dude, that's the... This is kind of a weird tangent, but we're jump us out anyway. That, to me, is the, like, sixth grade skating party banger. Of all skating party bangers. Wait, you're invited to parties? Well, it's a skating party. <laughs> There's chaperones there, so let's not, let's not go. We're not, we're not smashing brews at the uh, sixth grade skating party. Awesome. Would you ever have a sixth grade skating party, like skating down blue? Jeez. And then you, you skate past all the girls, like, I'm blue, and they're like, look at him. Dude, stand up, bro. I was fucking, diamonds in a fucking hailstorm, bro. Whew. Good times, man. Okay, good times. Anyway, moving on. Uh, moving on back to when I wasn't invited to parties. <laughs> you never had skating parties? I, I went to a couple. Okay. And... I was going to say, you never had skating parties. You from the 90s? Come on, bro. I thought you were born in the 90s. Oh, yeah, I spent more time you know, going to Reds games. In the 5th grade, 6th grade? All the time, man. Good for you, man. My birthday party was a Reds game every year. Jealous. That's actually fucking dope. Yeah. All right, so for the 5 spot for me... You gave up your four spot, yes, correct? Dot, yes, dot, yeah. Dot, so dot. The, the yep. St. John's, it, it, um, even though it's red, the it's like, a good it, it's just, like it, that bird-looking thing. Although, I mean, the sto- a storm's not a bird; it just looks like a thunderbird. For a storm, I would not make as good of one as they made. Yeah, and I could, I could never. Someone said, "Hey, cap, I need you to make a mascot, and our fucking name is a red storm." I'd be like, "What the fuck am I supposed it's to do?" Like, with it's that? literally a thunderbird. It's kind of like the hurricanes. Yeah. You know how they have the fucking duck? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay. I, I do something like that. Like okay. some bullshit. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's a solid mascot, too. <laughs> Hurricanes, by the way. Solid mascot. <laughs> give give me credit. Got, five, I got Creighton. We've already talked about them, so we don't okay. need to talk about that too much. Who's your five? My five? I got Daddy. Villain of mm. Wildcats. Okay. And it's just a simple... It's a cat. I, it, it's a cat. It's, it's got it the teeth. Yeah. It's got the teeth, and you know, it, it does look angry. It looks mean. Like, mm. you know, you don't fuck with this cat. It's not terrible. I just ranked it lower because when I think of Wildcats, Wildcat mascots, I think of UK. I yeah, think, I think they got the cream of the crop wildcat mascot. Also, but, I think of Arizona. I will say um, about Villanova's, their head's smaller, more realistic. Do love a good small head. I, I do love. I do love small head. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, it just reminds me of myself, man. And I'm right at home when I see a small head. <laughs> yeah, I think their mascot's solid. I'm not gonna say it's shitty, but I just ranked it lower because of a, if it, if you're giving me a wildcat, then you can do a little bit better. But it's not terrible. My six is St. John's. I love that mascot too. 
And one of my favorite pictures in the world is that one picture from the Biggie's tournament. It's a picture that's like a wide shot of like the stands, and it's just sitting there all like grouped <laughs> over by itself. That picture by itself is just fucking gold. That you can that UConn is home. No escalators always fucking tweets that picture out. It's just fucking gold. <laughs> I fucking love that fucking picture. <laughs> that's so no, hysterical. And yeah. I'm, I'm sitting around. And it makes me it makes me laugh every time. It's so it's a, it, like and it makes sense too. Like, like, you know post, exactly what happened. Exactly. <laughs> like when you posted it, when or someone posted it, when they like lost that three star battle with Georgetown. <laughs> Throwback right there. Who the fuck loses a three-star battle to Georgetown? Who loses a three-star battle to Colorado? Welcome to the cellar, boys. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking cellar. Who you got for six? My sixth. I mean, we already touched on them. DePaul. Okay, good. I went went with the Demons. I didn't go too far. No, no. I'm I'm not going to. I would have (laughs) thought. I'll do anything for my stance, bro. You know, I I love DePaul just as much as the next guy. Like. Like I, I'm, I'm a huge DePaul stand. It's like their, their fans are they, they, lo- they love their team all, all six of them, mm-hmm. and like they're, they're not disrespectful. They know, they know their place, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they also have a pretty good mascot. Now the reason I ranked them so low, yeah, they did a great job with the, de- with the demon, mm-hmm. but he's all, he also looks like a fucking puppet from the Muppets. Like, from the Muppets, yeah. like he's, like. <laughs> He just looks so goofy. He looks too goofy to be. He's a weird looking. He's a weird looking demon, but they made a successful demon, which is why they're right in the middle. Which of the is hard enough to do. Yeah, like the, it, they did such an average job mm-hmm. by making a, a an intimidating demon. Yeah. It's a goofy. Fun, it's a it's a goofy it's a looking. What weird, weird demon? But <laughs> it's, it's a weird. demon nonetheless. And they yeah. did a good job making a demon. And, and you fall, so I yeah. <laughs> So the seventh spot, I just had, this is the most average one I could think of. It's just a bleh. I put Marquette, seven. Just because mostly I like their color scheme and, like, they're just kind of different. Like, so I guess it just, I thought that it was, like, cool. And then I saw it and I was like, ooh, it's not that cool. It's, it's really horrible. not that cool. No. At all. You could have done way better. Like, like Clayton's like, mascot evil, is, man. Clayton's is everything, is, is Clayton's mascot is everything that Marquette should be. Yeah. Like, and I think. I love how we're debating this. Like, it's, like, serious shit. I, I think Marquette they did a good job um, with the wings and everything, and like they 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 made very realistic wings yeah. and like they Saint did a good Jones. job with that. Yeah, I love that. Does we got we got to take a squeaky toy from a dog real quick? <laughs> the studio's got a uh, infiltrated by a dog. <laughs> it's an adorable dog, not as and I must say. This dog is much cuter than the Butler mascot. Can't confirm. <laughs> much cuter. If you were on the mascots, you would be number two behind the Number blob. two, right behind the blob. Right behind the blob. Roll if your name is Blob. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I wish it was. All right, so who's your seven? My seven? I got the newcomers, the new guys at okay. UConn. The Konskis. Yeah, the, the, then I think they're going to be, after they get nailed with these recruiting violations, they're going to be, that, that con's going to mean a whole, something whole new. Bag droppers. <laughs> Bag droppers. And so, yeah, the, the new guys, the guys that really need, they need to get established into the Big East, I think their mascot does that, uh, like, kind of well. I mean, it's not horrible. It's very bland. I mean, you, I expected yeah. much more from a Husky. Like, because Husky is, honestly, like, a Husky's my favorite dog breed. Oh, I love Huskies. Like they are just amazing, and fucking dogs. 
Fucking dog. <laughs> Fucking Yukon. Fuck you, Yukon. But I so like Husky's my favorite dog breed, and they made that look weird. A husky's yeah, supposed to be beautiful. Yeah, it's weird. And I it's, made a meme of it once, and I was just looking at, at its eyes. I was like, oof. It gives me the creeps. <laughs> and and uh, speaking of the creeps, I'll get that. Uh, we'll, we'll get that. Get we to that will, later. Oh, we've got plenty of creeps. Yeah. And we're we're kind of getting to the creeps section of yeah, my we're rankings. Getting, we're getting to the weird stuff now. Yeah. We're getting to the no man's land. Right. I mean, I got Nova. We've talked about okay. this. It's it's just it's a wild cat. It's not terrible, but for for a wild cat, I feel like you've got better ones out there. So. That's kind of why I put them number eight. And then uh, for my number eight, I have Marquette. Yeah, because uh, it's just... Like, and the reason I rank them so low is, like, they did... They, they could have done much better yeah, with, oh, the, yeah. with the whole um, eagle. I and I felt, like, I felt like they're... The face... The face uh, is terrible. The face is so demented. Oh, the face is so, horrible. Like, I, I, I took one look at that face on like, you are down in the cellar, man. Yeah, because that, that like, like the the torso and everything, the whole like actual bird part, that, that looks fine. I've got that. I've no issue with it. Face is fucking hideous. He's seen some things. And like it, it, it looks like it's fucking high. It's demented. Like you are seeing. <laughs> We're an anti-drug podcast. Oh. Everything but weed. Okay. Stay <laughs> off the, the weed. weed. Duh. So here's your nine, bro. Number nine, I got the Yukon weird fucking cringe dogs. They're, they're fucking cringe dogs. God, they right. should just model the mascot after No Escalator. Just fucking thing. Honestly, I'd be down for that. Like, just lean into it. Honestly, thing. like, if you're gonna make a mascot that you didn't mean to make cringy but happened to be cringy, just lean into it, make it fucking hella cringy. Right? Yeah. Just, just go all in. Yeah. 100%. Downhill. Yeah. Go for it. Like, like we have the like the blob's fucking weird. Yeah, you're leaning in with the weird. It. Yeah, we're trying to be weird. It's fucking blob. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking. Yeah, just have, it's a hairball. We're not trying to take ourselves seriously. Fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking just have a funny mascot. Like we have the legit mascot, and then we have the fucking blob. It's a fucking blue. It's a hairball. The tongue. Yeah. <laughs> the tongue's it's longer than it is. Around. It's fucking dope. Shit, he licks people. It's a fucking G, he's horny as fuck. Congrats on the sex, by the way, Blue Blob. My aunt. Congrats on the sex, Andy's aunt. Uh, God damn it. Alright, so, um, my number nine. Too, dude. The Blue Blob's got some kicks on, too. They said cakes. Like, what it's are you looking cake. at? It's all cake, man. It's all cat. It's all cat. <laughs> Right, I'm telling you, we need to get some cap cakes going. It's all cap cake, dude. I'll talk to you, big. <laughs> Alright, so my number nine. Number nine. I have a newcomer, Seton Hall. So, and like, I, pirate. I, I like pirates. Like, I like the look of a pirate, but this one, it's albino. Like, that thing's pale as shit. Pale as fuck. And. The mustache and the, the, the facial creepy, hair, man, man. it looks like it was drawn on with crayon. <laughs> it honestly looks like yeah, someone took cake icing. That's pretty bad as a whole. Like, I was doing as a whole. I was like, I feel like we would definitely, we need, we need for the power conferences, we would lose a we mascot. We definitely battle. need an up, upgrade. Yeah, no question. And like, we'll definitely not win in that Capital One mascot yeah, I challenge. Other, I think of like the big, like the big Ten with like Brutus and like ACC with like the North Carolina one. Like, like there's better mascots. Notre Dame with Black Leprechaun. Yeah, like, honestly, I love. I um, I'm, I'm I'm a big Notre Dame football fan, and like the first time I did not know that. I, uh, yeah, you did. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet today was a good day for you. Man. Well, I mean, who else is not gonna make the playoff? You know what I mean? It's gotta be someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not gonna fucking comment. 
<laughs> we're a basketball podcast. <laughs> we're not gonna get into that shit. But like, uh, but like honestly, like the the new Leprechaun, my favorite. He's a, he does a hey, phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. Like um, they they. Oh, the dude is black because it's a human mascot. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a human black. Mascot. The mountaineer, they have like a human mascot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they they first they finally allowed a a black guy be the Leprechaun, and he did a man. phenomenal job. Honestly, he's been my favorite one. Right, he's like he's so energetic, and like he, he he has the same energy as the as the um Gage Wheeler we used to have. The unit, Sean? No, no. Weisberger? No. Is it no. Gage Cheerleader? Yeah. Who we had a Gage Cheerleader? Oh. oh, dude, the recent one. Yeah, the um, oh, ba- back when back when Des Wells was like a Sorry, freshman. Sean, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's late. Are you just call Sean out? No, <laughs> Sean fucks. Uh, he's he's on my team, man. Sean fucks. Dude's a unit. Yeah, he's a fucking unit. I've got a Well, like, but that dude had um, like he had incredible energy. Like he was always hyped, always Very happy. Gay energy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, and that's the kind of energy that the Notre Dame mascot brings, and it's it's kind of phenomenal. Oh, I right, wow. went on a little tangent, a little off topic did there. We talk about the black leprechaun tonight, but we did. And that was not on my list. <laughs> and we really, really just don't really we just go with the flow, man. Don't really have a plan. Goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, that that Seton Hall mascot just they could have done so much better. Like it just looks like. Um, they took cake icing and put it on a pale face. It's just goofy, man. It's like Kevin Willard. Yeah. fucking goofy. Seton Hall as a whole is kind of goofy. I fuck, I fuck with Seton Hall pretty heavy, but that, that's a goofy-ass mascot. It, it is. And I wanted to put them higher because it's Seton Luckily, Hall, a mascot doesn't define a program. No, it does not. St. John's not up there in top not five. Not having a group chat on Twitter does. <laughs> get with the times, yeah, man. Get with the fucking times, Seton Hall. I, are you tweeting from Windows 95? Christ, hit me up on AIM. <laughs> um, so my 10 spot is Seton Hall, just for all the same reasons you just posted. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, um, that's because you just take my ideas. Good man. <laughs> Who's your number 10? My number 10, I got G-Town. Whoa! Yeah, I know that. That's I know we were going to disagree you with that one. Talk to me, what, what the hell happened? I mean, I'm off for the Georgetown slander, but... I, it's, I expected so much better from Ohio, because like, like I talked about before... Like, a oh, Hoya's yeah. supposed to be fierce. Exactly. But that thing, like, it, the head is, it looks like it's a, a Hoya trying to, um, like a squirrel fitting nuts in its mouth for winter, and its face is all droopy. There's, like, a, it has hair coming What's down. That logo, though, man. The, the is fine. I know. The logo is fine. Like, it, its head is square. Yeah. It just looks fucking weird to me. It looks kind of crazy. <laughs> That's just, crazy it looks ass. fucking demented. And, yeah, it, it's... and uh, like... And there's not much like differentiation. The there's it, okay, I do fucks with that. The hat's pretty cool. But it looks like it was like just a little onesie that I, that you can get at Target. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so all right. we're last place, so we'll obviously both talk. All right, about so all right under Georgetown, I have the shit your dog took the other day. Correct. Then uh, and then the after that, dirt. I have a can of Natty Light. Nice. Yeah, and then the um the Natty Splatties you get after drinking Natty Light. Love those. And then we have the 15 seed. Yep, the Providence Friars. But I don't even, is that even what that thing is supposed to be? Like it d- looks nothing like a fucking fryer. It doesn't even look like a like a costume. Like it legitimately looks like it could be cake. It does. It, 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 it is a like cake. Under, it looks like you took a bite into it. It'd be birthday cake. Right, I'm ready to take a knife to it. Let's let's find out. Here's the worst part. If you're gonna make a mascot with like a big robe thing, essentially a long skirt. Why the, the fuck are you dress. lifting that thing up and having people look up under it? 
Do you think that anyone wants to see what's under that demented fucking thing skirt? <laughs> like, that poor picture of that cheerleader. I felt so bad for her. looking up that thing. And she's and smiling. So, so ooh, does, is, the, is the fryer heat. packing? He could be packing heat. Who knows? But I would say she was just trying to keep the face for the job. I, I, I think because a big part of cheerleading, they, they, get, they get judged on their time. facials. Yeah, oh, they time. get judged on their facials. Especially, especially with the fryers. Um, but just, holy fuck that mascot. Like, if, if I was a fucking kid, and like, not even the fact that it's a, a fryer and it's a priest, yeah. I don't want to go anywhere near it. Hell no. And then you can like, I feel like he just has wearing like, I might be mistaken here, but I think he just wears like mittens for hands. And I feel like when he puts his arms like this, you just see the regular dude's arms underneath. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's like you couldn't just make it like a regular fucking Yeah, because no thing. one, like, because like the, the ratio from the cake head to the, to the skinny yeah. arms or the comparatively skinny arms, yeah. like, you need like a full costume. Unless you're going to put fucking Terry Crews in there <laughs> or Dwayne Rock Johnson in there or something. Or Jason Carter. Or, or Jason Carter, which he should be the friar. I mean, you know, he's going to need to stoop that level, but you need someone like Jason Carter. Right, yeah. And yeah. No, no one should ever stoop to the level of being a Providence that's Friar. That's right. when you know you've hit rock bottom when you're the Providence Friar. Like, I mean, my aunt being the, bull, uh, the blue like blob. the loser on campus, the guy that, like, is in that. They probably pull someone from the band that doesn't have a polo. <laughs> Fucking Christ, we don't need that shit right now. But I think that is just more than obvious that the demented freaking. And you just take one look at that thing and you have that. Like I think everybody can predict could predict that. Oh, like, everyone. It, 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 it looks like it looks as creepy as you would you would ever imagine. A because I mean honestly like anything in a church is fucking creepy. Fair. Like not 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 even gonna lie, I get creeped out when walking into a church by myself. Oh yeah. And I that just completely fits that that. That vibe right there. Even church at night, dude. Like gr- growing up, like going to like, I was I was altar server when I was in grade school, Oof. so I had to get there early. No one else was there, uh, even especially like six thirty in the morning. Ooh. It's fucking creep, dude. There is, I swear, there is something going on there. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, and not not even H bed stuff. The Paul Blue Demons. <laughs> There's some the Paul Blue Demons. Oh, oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, the the DePaul Providence matchup. Ooh, that is that, that should be a rivalry, Paul man. Demons, right that should be a rivalry. Really should be. Like the Exorcist versus the Demon. Mm-hmm. I know. And so this, I think, should lead into our roast of Providence. I think Providence very much deserves what they have coming to them. They brought it on to themselves all day. For a bruising. For quite and a while. We are the cruise directors, and my name is Captain Bruising. For now. All fucking aboard. Jeez, and Africa's went sixteen to four. Holy fuck. Anyway, so Baseball Providence. Talks. The worst. I think we can all agree on this. And I tried not to have a horse in the fight. You know, we came in blind. I was like, all right, let's see what these dudes are about. You know? Providence has not made a Sweet 16 since 1997. You know who was not even alive in 1997? My brother, who is out of college. Out of college. Out, my out-of-college brother. Probably most, dang there, actually every single player on college rosters right now. Every uh, yeah, unless uh, I think Paul Scruggs might have been the only one uh, alive. He'd be old as hell. Yeah, well, yeah he, he is old. Like Twenty three. Yeah, yeah, he's on the old side. But probably every single player on that roster was probably not born last night. There's like ninety nine point nine percent of uh, college students have never ever seen P- Providence past the first weekend. Never. 
And if they even won a game? And like, they would know, there's no way they'd even fucking be close to remembering it. If they did see it, they would have been alive for like five right. minutes. Right, it's, it's like a UC fan talking about their champ, their final four. Yeah, I think UC made the fucking final four when I was like four months old. I wasn't even alive. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. And I'm almost off my parents' insurance. <laughs> Not to brag. Providence, <laughs> though, like when Providence came to me heavy, like they fucking love that stupid ass fucking game they beat us in. That semifinal. Congratulations. One, you stole a coach from us in the 80s. We were a joke program in the 80s. Yeah, get the we were fuck literally out of here. just like, yeah, he, it, was a start, a, it was the start of our build. Yeah, it was a step up in 1991. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on being better than 1991 when we were Evansville six years before that. <laughs> we were literally shit. a fucking low major. You yeah, took, we were literally a low major. Took our fucking, he was the only guy to do anything for you, and you've done shit since he was there. So if you want to take our fucking band manager, you can fucking have him. If you want to spark up the fucking magic again, you piece of yeah, We got DJ shit. Bandcamp. We don't need him. Yeah. Oh, shit. He went there. Yikes. Okay. Trouble in paradise. Uh, what's up, Hanky McBurner? Uh, anyway. But it's like, dude, I think they've won one NCAA tournament game. It's not even an NCAA tournament game. It's a fucking playing game. I think they won a playing game. They won a game to make it to the... Seed. They advanced to the round of 64. Yeah. Congratulations. Xavier like, has over 20 wins in the NCAA tournament since the last time Providence has done anything in the NCAA tournament. And the, and they want to act like they I mean they were part of the old biggies. They've been three elites in four sweet sixteens is the last time they've done fucking anything. Yeah, it's, it's the last time since they've won a fucking game. It's insane. Like and for them to have the audacity to say anything about anything, and I think it's funny when they always talk about how UConn's living in the past. I'm like, well, at least they have some kind of past to live in. And two, they act like they're living in the past, like Providence is doing anything right now. They've not done anything ever. Like they, they last, even last year, yeah, we split with them. In one of our worst years in the in the past decade, yeah. one of our most disappointing years, and without without our most essential player, that's when we lost him. We lost to lost him without Paul Scruggs, who we all know is our one most our essential player, yeah. players. Yeah. More important than Najee Marshall, and I'm willing to say that. Uh, and two, they had four quad three losses. You had four quad three losses. You know who else did that? UC. You're on the same. The they same boat UC, as UC. They, 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 they really the same type of, type of little brother syndrome. They honestly, like, they got a lot of UC in them. Like, I honestly definitely see why UConn fans act like they don't exist. I totally see. I too. completely agree with it. And like, and it's not even gonna uh, ignore the fact that they've had some good regular seasons, Dude, some great Chris regular Dunn seasons. I love Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn's my guy. Like, when I, like I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. When the I was, I did a cartwheel the ben, when they the drafted Vental Chris Dunn team. Good. That that team was fucking great. I love that. But then, too, it's like they have so much talent now, dude. Like, they've been recruiting, like, well. And they just don't do shit with it. Like, last year, like, they, they should have been really good last year. Uh, like, uh, all the team, all the talent they had on that roster, they should have been good. And we just need to remind them that March is a month. March does happen. You March do exists. have to show up in the month the of March. How many times I've picked them to win the tournament? The amount of times they haven't done fucking anything. Is... You know how much money I've lost to them? Yeah, I can't fucking stand that. Probably, like, tens of dollars. Tens of dollars. That's big money <laughs> that, out here. That isn't like that. Like that's like ten percent of my bank account. That's a lot of skyline. That is a lot of. And skyline. we all know how important that is. I mean, you gotta gotta get that it's once a week. In skyline, in three ways. Let's see. That is probably that's probably six cheese conies. You should get a mommy. You should get your mommy a three-way for Mother's Day this year. My mom's a vegan. I gotcha. You win this round. You win the, you win She's this not round. actually a vegan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck you, Yukon. But like Providence, like just shut your ass up. Like shut your punk ass up before we fucking do anything. Like you, you're just fucking garbage. Yeah, like, like at least do something on the court. Problem. And 
Like, you guys are they so loud. They won Big East in the Big East. And, and the fact that that is what you have to hang your hat on is a 2018 Big East semifinal game where we ended up being the one seed anyway. Like, you did nothing to us. Yeah. That game affected us in, like, that, that game did not that affect us in the us. slightest. We do not care. Have it. Like, yeah, I wanted to win, but when we lost, I'm like, oh, okay. We still won more tournament game. games. Yeah. We still made it farther than the fucking tournament where it fucking matters. And we fucking choked that. I know. We, we had a, choked we had a that bad year against the tournament. We still won more than <laughs> we lost won a year. Like, fucking insane. Like, and the fact that they, they think they, they have the audacity to like to call out and, they, and all they do is just post that one video of that one fucking game. Who gives a, fuck Who gives a shit? I forgot it existed. Your fucking coach can't even keep his fucking pants on. I was just about to say that, man. <laughs> God, and like I love Ed Cooley. I, I I have so much respect for Ed yeah, Cooley, Ed except Cooley. Like, in every month but March. Like he's a good coach, a great guy. The fact that they've had all those teams haven't won one game until they tournament. That's got to be it's, it's got to be as frustrating as a Bengals as, as being a it's Bengals fan. Insane. Like it's really not that hard to win one time in the first round, especially like, with with as good as the teams are. Like they've been upset. They've had they had a five seed that got um beat, so they got beat by a twelve seed. So many times. Which I know the five twelve matchup's the most like that's the probably the toughest but yeah, game. Still rather be the five seed. You should like, but if you're the five seed, you should probably fucking win. The reason you're playing a fucking twelve, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A five seed's in the top twenty five. Yeah, like typically. Like, well, five times four is twenty. Well, you know they don't follow that shit. Yeah, no, but still, you think <laughs> they're you think they're a top twenty five team ish. Yeah. yeah. At, at least at least according to the net. Right. Providence fucking sucks, dude. Uh, and their fucking fan base is just so. And can we talk about free throw? Who's the first worst fucking account on fucking Twitter? Well, I, I, at least um, I'm not gonna sit here and flame him too much, but at, at least the other Friars fans know it that he, sucks. that he just fucking sucks, and I've honestly just completely ignored him. I think there's a, a couple decent Providence kills. Like, I like Providence Crier. He's pretty good. I, I, I love the Crier. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, like I mean, and he, he's one of those like. He kind of knows there's where some, they are, and he know, and you can have you can have a legitimate conversation with yeah. like Bluff but City like, Friar. You cannot have a legitimate conversation with him. No, yeah, I, I fucks with Bluff City, but I, you're, yeah, I you're, love his passion. Like yeah. he, he's he's a big reason I ra- rated them as one of the horniest. Like you're not horny like, anymore. <laughs> I'm, I've never been horny for Providence fans. Like uh, uh, they've they've never just like meh. <laughs> like they just like I think of Providence, and I just don't really think of anything because there's yeah. nothing they've ever done. I, the, really, the biggest thing is uh, the biggest thing Providence ever did for me is the fact that um, my cousin played for them on the women's team in like 2003. Oh, cool! Yeah, so that, that is the only She's thing Providence. No, no, she actually uh, she, she was their small forward. Did you check out the mascot? She getting intel? See what's under there? Um, no, due to abstinence rules, um, oh, and, and yeah. her being a little too old for Catholic uh, shit. Yeah, because the friars do have to stay abstinent. It's mm, fair. Yeah. So I don't know how you live that way. That is a one horny motherfucker. Gotta be. <laughs> gotta be. That's right. Uh, unless it gotta be rubbing one out every fucking day. I think that concludes my. And I'm getting kind of sleepy, but that kind of concludes my thing on Providence. But it's like, if you have one NCAA tournament win, which isn't uh, isn't really necessary, then shut the fuck up. To our twenty plus this century. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, like we've had some why, of the why most. Incredible... Right to fucking even like, even get on my face. Honestly. Like, you... Um, we've, you just look at the fucking run in 2004, that trumps any tro- um, Providence season. Any one run we've had. Yeah. Any one run. Three Elite Eights and four Sweet Sixteens, plus a bunch of times winning in the first round. Like, any one of those would be their best season in the last 20 years. Oh, for sure. Like, honestly, the, the game against Kansas State. 
where, oh. where we ended up like Incredible. that's one of the most amazing games I've ever been a part of. Right, that's a Sweet and Sixteen loss would be would, that'd, be, that'd their, be would be the best season they've they had parade. since nineteen ninety seven. They'd have a fucking parade. They'd be losing their fucking like fight. double overtime in their Maybe Sweet Sixteen. One season we've had multiple times. We, I bet you we've had like thirteen or fourteen seasons in the last twenty years that would have been better than any season they've ever had in the last twenty. Yeah, I, I, and I'm willing to say, and I, and we, yeah. those were even times where we were like in the fucking A10, right? And like not even dominating the A10, like we were not even a national program yet. Exactly. And I and I get winning a Big East tournament's cool. I'm not gonna say it's not, but I'd rather win in March. Yeah, I'd, I'd much if if you win the Big East tournament and then lose in the first round, you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Unless, unless you needed to win the tournament I to get in, I would easily rather lose in the Big East tournament and then win a game or two in the NCAA tournament easily. That's not even yeah. close. I, I, I I could bounce first round. I if I if if it was uh, lose first round in the Big East tournament, tournament and then and mo- yeah. go to the Sweet Sixteen at least. Take that in a heartbeat. Who well, gives a fuck about the- like, Oh, you don't want to win the Big East tournament? Of course I want to yeah. win it. But does it matter to me like the fucking NCAA tournament? Absolutely no. not. Do I cry when we lose in the Big East tournament? Absolutely not. Unless it means our, our season's over. I always I, cry. I'm an emotional guy. I mean, I'm always shedding tears, man. Every tweet that I get where people come at me, I'm just shedding tears like crazy. I don't act like it. You are you are pretty soft, man. I'm a soft soft guy. Cap is a softie. We all know this. Big softie. Big time softie. I just it just blows my mind the fan bases that think they can say some shit. Like it was remember that fucking remember Londo before we fucking knew he was a fucking maniac, an SMU fucking guy. I'm like, oh my god, the AAC accounts are like honestly. Should we just put Providence in the AAC? Providence Twitter belongs in the AAC. Them and Butler, I think, are the two AAC-est cultures amongst Big East fan bases. I, I, I would think so. Like, they think they belong. It's and like, when I fuck with UConn, I'm just fucking with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not being serious. Of course I know UConn is a better state than we do. Yeah, we're never, never going to, like... I'm not a fucking idiot. And when we say that they got demoted to a mid-major, like, if they would have just given up football, they would have stayed in the Big East. Easily. Like, yeah. they, they were not a... An AAC basketball program. No, like they did not belong there. there. You know, what I mean? it's like I'm not just gonna go fucking picking battles with Michigan State. I I don't I, mean, I don't go. Does Michigan State Twitter even exist? I'm sure it does. I mean, we're not in the same circle, so I'm sure right. it does. Right. Like, we ne- we never cross paths. Like I don't, I don't fuck with the Big, the Big Ten. I don't I don't honestly don't even fuck with Indiana. Like. No, I wouldn't fuck with Indiana. Yeah, like, they're... they're I mean, just, currently, I might a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that they settled for Archie Miller, like... I actually thought I used to think Archie was going to be good. I thought so, but he's been a train wreck. That's not good, man. He's been getting decent recruits, too. It's the epitome of... Rec- like, we talked about that today. Someone said they'd rather recruit well and not and not have a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Indiana's a prime example. They got five-star after five-star... And yeah. Romeo Langford, they just and they only get him for one year, mm-hmm. and they were the fucking nine seed in the Big Ten, losing to Boston College. Yeah, like yeah, I'd much rather recruit Green. Man, Green's no, Green actually wasn't doing that bad of a job. He wasn't. He wasn't doing that. Many underachieved, and Green was bad. Green's yeah. a bad coach. I really don't like. I don't really don't like Tommy. You don't like Tommy basketball? Oh, I fucking hate him, man. <laughs> God, he's so bad. He has ruined so many teams. Victor Oladipo, Cody Zell, then and then he fucking left. Like now, those Indiana teams weren't that bad. They had a couple like, sweet sixteen. They were so disappointing. Like, yeah, very disappointing. But but Indiana's been bad since Bobby Knight. 
And uh, I'm not even saying like uh, Tom Green inherit like inherited that big a, Kentucky win he had though. He had a big Kentucky yeah that that one big Kentucky win in November that where he later lost to Kentucky in the Sweet 16. All Kentucky well, was yeah, on their way to lose to Kentucky in the Sweet 16. And like, but like Indiana fans, they will talk about that when I'm around a lot of that UK win. fans. Oh, okay, okay. So like, I I see it all the time, and like they will talk about that UK win like it's a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. it was a big yeah. game, but. It's a big win in November. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not that big a deal. In, in fucking it was, 2011. It was, cool. it, was just, it, it was cool. I'll <laughs> give that. It was cool. It was, a, it was a cool win, yeah. Like, congratulations. But, I mean. It's not significant. Yeah, exactly. It means nothing. And you ended up losing to Kentucky on the on yeah, their way to win a national championship. Like, you have nothing on them right now. Right. Like, and I'm not even a Kentucky fan. I, I'm just friends with a lot of Kentucky I'm fans. Kentucky so. Ooh, we should do we should do our 10 least favorite basketball programs okay all right butler oh oh you meant you meant later yeah Uh, next week just just an idea okay all right we'll get that in the coming weeks butler's your number one i just fuck with them i was gonna say (laughs) and so uh, we'll we'll get it well i think i think that's a really good idea i think um uh they wanted a, a couple of them wanted to do the um favorite big east teams to beat I know, I know yeah, JP. Re- I know JP really wanted wanted to get that. I, I just love a good power ranking. Yeah. I love a good horny oh, power ranking. Dude, I, I, I love being horny. I love ranking shit. I love debating. Power ranking stuff makes me horny. Honestly, dude, I've been. It's kind of poking out a little bit. Got a little I've been, turtle head. Poked up. Yeah. Poked up. And um, and I'm definition of just the tip, so it doesn't good take man. much. Good man. Yeah, when when a girl says just the tip, I say thank God. Not <laughs> expecting more. Right. Acting like that's acting like that's just like oh, yeah, acting like you have an option. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, out of cock. Some people got a long sword. Some got a dagger, bro. I mean, really... yeah, I mean, I'm got more of a nine millimeter. Good man. Not to brag. <laughs> Not to. Hey, it's a good shot. Weird flex, man. I think that I am tuckered out, man. Anything else you got for us? Ooh, we gotta talk Elijah Tucker for a second. We do. Uh, we do have one more point about Elijah Tucker. Elijah Tucker. The guys that have stuck through it with us through this entire pod. You're welcome. You got a gift. Elijah Tucker, per 24-7 sports. There was some kind of glitch. I don't know why the hell this happened. Maybe they did it on purpose. I, I think I think Snow is just feeling it. I like to think Snow is just feeling it. I like to think that it was supposed to be like this. Yeah. You know, they have a star ranking. They accidentally put Elijah Tucker, a five-beer pod, a five-beer prospect. So next to his name, instead of stars, there's five-beer emojis. So he's a five-beer prospect. Now I'm honestly for it. I couldn't now, be more for it. I think he's going to be a national player of the year now. I honestly, it depends like what kind of beer it is. Now, if I mean, it's, it's beer, if it's if it's Natty Light, then you know I'm a little concerned. I don't think I want it. But if he's a five Bud Light prospect, then I think we have the next fucking Shaq. We love Bud Lattes. <clears throat> we I love me some Bud Lattes. That we do. Like I said, and it, like, honestly, that's a that's a five star beer, and then five five star beers. God, I just love having a good five <clears throat> beer guy. Five beer queer. Five out of five beers, man. Dude, I and five beers might put me on my ass, man. Dude, easily. But I mean, I just love that ranking. That was so funny. And I, <laughs> I imagine we were bringing in a five beer prospect. UConn hasn't done that. Yeah, no, maybe the last time UConn's got a five beer. Yeah. So you got you, Mr. Hot Balls, no escalators, Hall, whoever the fuck wants to talk. Like you have never ever landed a five beer prospect. So. When we get this next lightning, when the next storm comes in, and Elijah Tucker, the five beer, what if he posts like master, a beer emoji or something, dude. 
Honestly, the, I think we have we all have to something drink five from, beers. Something from Beer Fest. Or Everyone has to drink. When, when, we got to drink five beers and post every single one of them. Little Gulps is back, baby. <laughs> Little fucking Gulps is back. That's fucking legendary. <laughs> it'll take you like ten hours. But you'll get those five I'll, I'll get the, and I might let's see if we, if we get the commitment by one, then I should be good for the entire day. You'll be good. I'll, I'll, I'll be Later right. than six p.m. though, you're in trouble. Oh, dude, I, I I'm gonna have to. I know. I might be in the hospital. If it's, it'll literally gulping the entire time. And I, I, as you know, I'm not a chugger. No. Like, so little little golfs likes to sip. Hell fucking yeah. So like I'm with you on that though. I think chugging's overrated. It, it just doesn't do it for me, man. It's just a fucking display of fucking. Like, I love the process of getting drunk. Drunk. Yeah, it's just fun to drink. Yeah, know? I just I just love to it's take a few, it, take, take some sips, enjoy the entire process. Yeah, like shotgun a fucking beer. Like cause the thing is, like if I if I run out of beer, I don't need to get drunk off my ass in like three hours because I don't have to go home to my parents. Like I don't have my dad doesn't have to come pick me up. No. Like I can you know get he a new. Does. He doesn't have to. Yeah, I can get, I can get thrown into the drunk tank and not get arrested and yeah, that's fine. And nothing of it. Yeah. Like no I underage drink drinking tank. charge. So I'd I, be a drunk. That's the best kind of tank there is, the drunk kind. <laughs> Had me at the word drunk, bro. I mean, fuck, I'm fucking drunk. How bad a time could I fucking be having? It honestly could like can't really get much it better. It sounds fun based off the name. And and base and if you've seen Blue the Mountain State, drunk tank. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, I, honestly, it's it's a life it's a life. Well, I'm, honestly, next weekend when I um, let's go get in the drunk tank next weekend. Yeah, honestly, I'm down. Go, After Elijah Tucker's commitment, Elijah Tucker commits, I will get in the we'll drunk tank. We'll five beers and go to the drunk tank. Uh, I might just admit myself. I'll bring the tank. You bring the drunk. That'd be so fun, dude, being drunk in a tank. That'd be so fun. Imagine having that power of being fucking drunk. That'd be a hell of a DUI, though. Drunk driving a tank. Do you understand what the drunk tank is? I think you're not... Are you doing a literal tank? Yeah, I'm talking about a literal tank. Like, like I was in the Navy. Like, like imagine... Like, Do you have the connections? Out. What's that? Do you have the connections? I like to think I could get us a tank. Honestly, okay, we need to get, we need to get some phone calls. So, so no. We should go in for John Tanta for the Xavier game. So he's riding a horse into the fucking Yukon game. He should yes. ride a fucking tank into the fucking Xavier game. John Fanta, because I know you're listening to this. We just we did snip this later in that fucking, fucking show, Fanta. But yeah, man, I, I think I could get us a tank. Would be the easiest thing in the world, absolutely not. Might cost. I might need a fucking fifty dollar investment from like Xavier Nation. Just fucking help me out a little. Uh, bit. If it, oh, we'll, we'll get we'll get a we'll get a GoFundMe going. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk. Bring, bring a tank for John Fanta. I'll talk to my guys. I'll yeah. see what I can get. I mean, yeah, man, just imagine drunk driving a fucking tank. That'd be so honestly, uh, that'd be I, now now because I was thinking we were just thinking I was thinking we were just talking like the drunk tank at the prison well, at, we were. at jail. We were, but, but I, now now you've taken it to a whole different swerve. level. Yeah, well, so yeah, like absolutely. swerve, baby. I love swerve. taking it to a way too far. <laughs> Like, wait, is this a joke? Yes. Oh my fucking! Yeah. So oh my god, the the best part of that uh, uh movie <laughs> is when they when they give birth in the convenience store, yeah. and he delivers the baby. Oh, it's a girl. Where's the trash can? <laughs> Where's the trash? <laughs> no, no, we don't do that here. I wasn't thinking of the dictator. I was thinking of the interview. Have you ever seen the movie The Interview? Oh, I have seen that. There's James Franco in it. Yes, yeah, and the Seth Rogen. also a very good movie, Sasha Barry Cohen. But I've mixed up my movies. I was actually thinking of the fucking interview, where they fucking joyride the tank. In fucking North Korea? Yeah, fucking Kim Jong-un, they fucking joyride the fucking uh, tank. I, honestly, I'm down with that. Uh, It'd be so oh, fun. man. Can you imagine just <laughs> kicking back? So funny, Get some country country music going, the driving the fucking tank. fucking hilarious. I've got to put it in. 
I love Sasuke. He's so fucking weird, but that's uh, that is like when he's on though. He I either think that he's the stupidest man on the planet or the funniest man on the planet. When I'm watching his shit, I'm like, this is either the stupidest shit I've ever seen or this is the funniest fucking most genius comedy of my entire life. I love him so much. Like, and I don't, it's it's my type of humor. It's so fucking stupid. I know that's like, my shit though. It is just complete but that's bullshit like, dude, out there. Like on like a Saturday night though, I can just fucking binge some fucking hot rod, some Dumb and Dumber, like that just dumbass. Yeah, honestly, like, when I'm when I'm drunk, oh, that is the type of shit I love to watch. I love that shit. Just shut the brain off and just go ape shit on some dumbass fucking shit. Napoleon Dynamite, dude, I can fuck with that shit. Hey, like, I don't like to think. Borat's my shit. You know, when I watch movies like that, especially when I'm drinking, I don't like to think. I want to sit I there and just shut remember, my shit like, off and just laugh at some yeah. stupid ass shit. <laughs> Honestly, I want to lay there like you are right now, just literally like yep. spread eagle, laid yep. back, like take out the entire fucking just fucking watching some dumb yeah, shit. Honestly, pants off yep. and got, yeah. got the Eiffel Tower going, giving the boys a good scratch and just having a good fucking time. Honestly, if I'm not scratching my balls, I'm not living. <laughs> Like, dude, nothing I feels better. better. Better than sex, honestly. Oh, dude, we are really off the rails now. <laughs> we are officially just like in the club, just drinking beers, just talking on a fucking podcast right now. Honestly, whoever stayed on to listen <laughs> to this. Still listening to this. Honestly, Carlissimo is I want to know. I want to know who is still listening to this. I want to watch the show. So we got to watch the show stats like a couple days after this uploads so we can see who's still fucking listening who's to this. Who's still listening to this bullshit. And and so I honestly. I them like $100. Uh, Whoever is listening to this at, at this very moment, you have free beers on me. Tweet the word cream cheese, and <laughs> the first beer at Dana Gardens is on me. If you tweet the word cream cheese to the Roll Blob Pod, I will Venmo you $15. And then the, I'll, I'll get you a beer at Dana Gardens. <laughs> and a beer on me. And you get beers on, you get two beers, one on me, one on Andy at Dana Gardens. So remember, cream cheese at the Roll Blob, Blob Podcast. That's at Roll Blob Pod. Extra creamy. That's the way I like it. Cream pie, cream cheese. The first one. It only applies to one though. Yeah, yeah. Only one person. Limit one per customer. And I don't. I will know. I have like forty followers on that account. It's very <laughs> fucking obvious who's the worst. Man, it's famous. Who's the first? Who's the first? Yeah, not not worst. Who's the first? Because you know the first one to tweet cream cheese is the fucking best. That's a joke, bro. So, that was a great idea. <laughs> so I then, guarantee you, if it's gonna be anyone, it's gonna be JP. JP's like that, that's my bet. It's easy. Uh, All the JP uh, or Coochie. The money's on JP. Maybe Coochie. Yeah, I can see it being Coochie. Because Coochie is so fucking active. Did he like? He's like, dude. He's horny as fuck, he man. Is the most active guy I think I know on Twitter. Like that group chat, bro. It's he, he responds is, to everything. Dude, he'll respond like three for every other person combines one. <laughs> Like, someone will say something, and he'll respond to three messages. <laughs> I love it. And then the I two people will say it. something, he'll respond to, like, three more messages. I'm like, God damn, Cooch. And then um, he also how, did how something. How long did it take you to realize his name was Mike Cooch? It took, it took me about three days. I remember I figured days. you say it, like, Mike Uchi, and I was like, oh, Andy doesn't know. Uh, and then, um, like, what, the moment I really noticed when I called him Coochie in the chat. I, I just called him Coochie. I'm like, yep, he, oh, he yeah. figured it out. Andy figured it out, guys. It. Don't oh, worry. The Catholic like school kid. Like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait. I'm like, who the fuck is this? I thought it was just, like, Asian. Yeah, like, okay, who's this Mike dude? This Mike dude keeps tweeting at me. Well, I did, like, and he honestly did something great for the pod. We'll let him release that. We'll release that tomorrow. Yeah, honestly, I think we'll need to reimburse him for that. 
Yeah. That, that, he did. He did some great work. We'll we'll drop that. I will um, pay tomorrow. your skill reserves. And still reserves. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, but he's he's underage, so we can't we can't buy him beers just yet. In four years, I In will. Four pay years, we'll buy you beers. Like, <laughs> mark this down, Gucci. I'll, I'll send a twelve pack aside for you, Tom. And we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll drop one. We'll, it'll be right outside the Centos Center. I'll, I'll age it nice and nice. And, and, Nice They'll be sitting right outside the Centaur Center for you. Just walk by at about pick 10 in the morning. Call. You can pick it up at Will Call yeah. in 2024. <laughs> we don't have refrigerators in there. No, so you know. Yeah, it's going to be hot as fuck. But, it's be but you know, it's beer. Free beer is free beer, bro. At least I can't believe that. You, you really, really can't. I'm committed to the Steel Reserve. I think, I'm, 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 still I think I'm good, man. I think I'm going to go fucking comical and breezy. Yeah, dude, I, th- I think I think I've got everything I wanted to say. Got to drive to NKY. Hey, it's not that bad. Only about thirty to forty minutes, depending on the traffic on the fucking construction. That shit's a nightmare, man. Dude, and um, it's it's a nightmare getting off of two seventy five. Oh yeah. And then uh, like right, right in northern Kentucky, where where it all merges, and it's a nightmare at about exit six on seventy five south. Wolf. Uh, fucking wolf. <laughs> fucking wolf, dude. Yeah, and you live in Kentucky, so there's, there's that. Yeah, I'm a fucking cousin fucker hillbilly. Goddamn right. If I, I didn't sound I like it. I say it, you know I meant it. Yeah, dude, that's you what, you, what I was trying to say. That, that's what you're going for when you said I'm from Kentucky. Yeah, the... Honestly, the part of Kentucky I'm from you is... You know what else Kentucky. is from Kentucky? Jake. Jake is from <laughs> Kentucky. If you didn't figure that out, one Jake is from Kentucky. The weenie. Jake, the fucking the weenie. weenie. <laughs> he got weenied so hard today, bro. That was fucking great. Like, and honestly, like I was, it. I was shocked as fuck to to yeah. hear that go down. To open up Twitter to the fucking all of H bet going at fucking Jake from Kentucky. <laughs> That came out of nowhere because, like, I've always been cool with Jake. I'm cool with him too. Yeah, like, and yeah. they they don't. Well, he loves Xavier, so. Yeah. And I'm just not like a drama guy. Like, I just don't. Really yeah, not, I really don't get into beef with and anybody. I, I get in arguments with people I know are like cool with arguing. Like, Jake is kind of like sensitive. Like, yeah, he doesn't he, like me. He doesn't agree. He doesn't like people coming at him. So, like, yeah. I just, I, so I don't go at him because, like, I know that it would just like be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, can't can't like, get the block. Only people that are like are oh, welcome to taking shit. You know. But, like, it was just so funny, like, seeing, dude, and the fucking account hall made is fucking legendary. But, oh, my God, is that, I, I wonder who'd made that. So funny. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, think, I think Gucci made the meme, bro. That shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, like, uh, I'm all about a good roast. Like, I mean, like, I, any, anything, like, even if it's at me, like, we make fun of me at my own expense all the time. Like, you, know, you always gotta laugh. It's so much fun. My burgers and shit, I fucking love that shit. All 17 of them? <laughs> it's so funny. I made the first one, now the other two are just fucking random. I think Pantalones might run the second one. Yeah. Who the I don't, fuck are those people? My guess is that the first one is Sleeveless Book Night. That's just my guess. I honestly have no fucking idea, though. That's my best guess, just because, like, the tone. Uh, Mike, I have a second one. I would guess pantalones, but I have no fucking idea. <laughs> so, like, I really can't get a vibe of pantalones. Like, well, who keeps adding them? Who added them? If, if we if we remember that, that might. I think us. I added them to the group. Oh, fuck. I know. I know. That would give it away. <clears throat> uh, that, that, I might have. Because the, the, they were acting like a fucking fool the other day. God, fucking damn! Me shut like, the fuck up, my dude. Get the fuck out. Right. We don't need to fucking air our dirty laundry in front of the public. We'll, we'll deal with it at home. 
you know? <laughs> My son's like, come on, let's fucking relax. Let's We're in Walmart right now. Let's fucking, let's not have a temperature change in Walmart. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Have a temperature, <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> oh, oh, seriously, man. like, the, they just kept going at it, like, clog, Dude, like clogging no the group chat. No one wants to hear this shit. There's and, 50 like, people in here. There, there was so, there was so much, uh. And it was just, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, he's a bitch. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, okay, well, you got him. Alright, I can't with you, bitch. You're a bitch, man. The only reason it was funny is it was my two fucking burners going after Your, your burners fighting each other. So I was just cracking up. It's, it's like, like there was so much little dick I energy in there. I never thought I'd see the day I had two burners arguing with each other. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> What's even happening? Like, I run a parody account, and the parody account has two fucking burners. <laughs> Three! <laughs> well, I created well, the you one. Created, you created the, the one, but, like... So I can just talk about extra horny shit that I can't talk about on my regular account. <laughs> I mean, I just literally just somewhat tweet, professional. I'll just literally tweet 69 in the middle of the night, you know? <laughs> like, just because I feel like it. But, like, it's just two random fucks. Just to God knows what. Like, who uh, the fuck are they? Like, they have to be someone we know. Honestly, if... They have to DM our DM the Roll Blob podcast. I'll, I'll open I the won't DMs. tell anyone if you tell you me who not, it is. I would love to know who the fuck you are. I would love to both, know. Both if you tell me free beers for whoever it is. Both of the free six pack. Both of the um, burners that are not cap. Come forward. I just want to know who the fuck you are. Papalones and second burner burner. Whoever the fuck I forget what's called. <laughs> Papalones. <laughs> I think that's what it's called, dude. <laughs> That's no, 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 no. Captain Second Burner Loans. Can you change it to Capalones? Yeah, Capalones. Alright, if you change it to Capalones by the end of the day tomorrow, <laughs> then... I will retweet everything you ever do for the next uh, month. Like, I will give you a follow, and I'll buy you a beer. You have a six-pack on me, yeah. and I'll retweet everything you do for the next month. If, if, I need to see Capalones tweet at the Roll Blob Pod tomorrow by the end of the day, oh, and... We'll get you a oh, free beer. Oh, I might even let you on the podcast. Or get you some clout, man. I might even let you on the podcast. Honestly, I'd let it happen. We can talk about who we have on the podcast next. Okay, yeah. I mean, do we want to make that public, or do we want that to be more of a surprise? Well, hey, we're, we're trying to have people on the podcast, so if you're interested, just DM us. Yeah, sure. honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm down to talk to anybody. I'm down to yeah, talk to Big East Hoops. I'm not yeah. going to guarantee you'll be on, but... Yeah, like, honestly, we just want to check interest. Yeah, unless you're pantalons. Make... If you're pantalons, you get on the first oh, He's already He's already coming on. Yeah, he's, like, you're the white I'm way. sorry, like, honestly... Like he's he's literally time, number one. Uh, we, we, Most thought We can have John Fanta on and combine that interview if Pantalon said he was on. Yeah, like, right. if we're... We could be interviewing, like, fucking John Fanta. And, like, if Pantalon's calls and, like, hey, I'm down to do an interview, I'm yeah. sorry, Fanta. Like, yeah, sorry, J.P. McCura. And I love... Yes, yes, sorry, J.P. McCura. Yeah, I'm really sorry, Book Knight. Like, wait, we gotta roll. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's sorry, true. Travis Steele. Like, over. So I'm sorry, Travis. Like, this is a great interview and all, but fucking Pantalon's is calling, so... And, like, gotta, and take gotta take this, yeah. yeah no. Cannot, cannot keep Pantalon's waiting. Dick Vitale. Sorry, Dick Vitale. Like, Honestly, I, I, I'd get rid of Vic, Dick Vitale. Don't do if. that. Don't, don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare slander Dick Vitale. Don't you fucking dare sit here in broad daylight and slander Dick Vitale. It's fucking 11 o'clock at night. Broad daylight, like I said. <laughs> night is just beginning. It's cap after yeah, right. It's time for a nightcap. And that, Okay. Oh, a live night nightcap on the on the pod. <laughs> no, I gotta make what I gotta make it happen before we do that. Good. I gotta make I gotta get one under my belt. But dude, Dick Vitale is a fucking god. He is a godsend to humanity. He's lost it, dude. No, he's not, bro. He got it back. 
You follow, he's got it back. Do you follow him on Instagram, bro? He's got it popping again, bro. He's the dick fight hell I don't follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. It's motivational I follow him on Twitter, day. and it's like 15 different hashtags and tagging Well, he's everybody. like 70. He's in his 70s. Of course he doesn't know how to do fucking Twitter. Like, there's so much to fucking keep up with. a social network that's going to be around in 50 years. We would, we're going to look like fucking idiots. Oh, it's gonna be like, like it's gonna be like a Tinder, but we just swipe right and left on pantalones. I would swipe right to pantalones every fucking time. Well, it's like different types of pantalones. Oh, yeah. all the different loans. Yeah, all the different types of loans. I love loans. But dude, I'm telling you, don't dick fight tell slander. I'm telling you, catch back up. Dick fight tell's got it back. I was with you like two, two or three years ago. The dick fight tell was losing it, but he got it back. I, I, I had given up on him. Take my word for it. Check him out on Instagram. Okay. His motivational all tip right. of the day is the most pure thing on the internet. All right, so uh, maybe maybe not anything go, goes above Dick Vitale except Gus Johnson, Travis Steele, JP McCura, and Pantalones. Pantalones <laughs> stands atop. Stantalones. Stantalones. Now, I would fuck with no escalators, though. Dude, honestly, he, he if, if we get no escalators on this pod, no that's way. a fucking W. That would be awesome. Cause like, oh man, what did he say the other day? Did he say to Coochie, uh, you look like a kid that likes to run to the elevator to push buttons. <laughs> I fucking lost it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like professionally funny. Like, no escalators is like professional. He'll never like cuss at someone. No, but he's uh, hilarious. But like, the, the shit that he says, it's like, I would never ever think about that. But you're right. But he's, but dude, that's the funny thing. That's the truest thing I've ever heard in my fucking entire life. <laughs> I can't, dude. You know, but rush to the elevator to push the buttons. That's so good, dude. That's uh, what I, That's fucking legendary. Fucking... I didn't even know you're in this fucking chat, and that's what I see. Oh, that's so funny, dude. He's the fucking goat. He's so funny, dude. He's he's a pretentious fuck, but he's so funny. Like that is. And he's so, so honest about it too. Like he's like, "Yeah, we're be, we're gonna be fucking annoying." But he's self-aware. You yeah, gotta get that. You gotta get him. He's he's gotta be. He's top three accounts on Twitter. Easily top three. Probably the best college basketball yeah. account. I, I'd go. I'd, I'd go up there. I'd, like, uh, and obviously, all, you and all your burners are are definitely one A through. His better than mine. I, mean, yeah. I, I know. Oh, I can. I know my own scouting report. His account's <laughs> fucking sick. It's a fucking. It's a fucking legend. Yeah. Like, like and it all started with the AAC mine's slander. Mine's for the boys more. Like, mine's definitely yeah. more for the boys, and mine fucking fucks around way more. Like, sometimes his takes himself a little yeah. too seriously. But if I had twelve thousand followers, I might take myself a little more seriously. Right. You would, but he's, actually, he's so funny, dude. And it's it's a completely different type of funny, and that's what I love about exactly it. right. Like, he's really funny, and like I feel like. Um, if like you sat down and talked to him, he's probably the funniest boomer of all time. Probably like if you sat if you sat down and talked to him, uh, he wouldn't like get all hyped and like wild like we do. Yeah. But he'd say something and you like, um, that's the most sophisticatedly if, funny thing I ever heard in my entire life. And you'd go on and be like, wait a minute, step back. That was funny as shit. There's layers to his shit. That was funny as shit, yeah, it man. Yeah, it was something you catch in the moment. There's uh-huh. layers to his shit. I know. I would love to have a dinner party with fucking dude. I would love to have a fucking Big East dinner party. With, like, the best fucking, like, accounts. Jaw-dropping right now. Yeah. Big East dinner party. That'd be so funny. Like, dinner for schmucks, Big East version. Like, <laughs> oh, black tie optional. That'd be so fun, bro. Like, fucking hot balls and JP and fucking no escalators and just the whole fucking squad. I think we need it. Big like, East dinner party. Big East dinner party needs to fucking happen. Like, dude, we just keep getting better and better ideas as this, this shit goes on. I'm telling you. Like, all right. Um, I, I want to see who's listening to this part. 
RSVP to the Big East Twitter party. The, the, like the Big East, the HBET dinner party. Meet me for a Big East slice. Yeah. RSVP at the at the pod. I gotta get me a New York slice. A Big East slice, Sparrow. <laughs> the official slice of Jaffax, the Big East tournament. And I, yeah, if you're listening to this part, Sparrow on me. Dude, I gotta get Sparrow on board, man. I gotta get my brains a little bit bigger so I can get Sparrow on board. I, if, if I can get Sparrow to sponsor me at the Big East tournament, I will not leave Sparrow unless there's a game. Unless there's World a game, I will be at Sparrow. Brought to you by Sparrow. I will be at Sparrow all the time, bro. And I don't even like Sparrow. It's just because it's funny. That's li- that's li- dude, I don't it's, it's, like, it's like liking Bush Light. I know. I don't mean anything because it's serious. It's just fucking hilarious. And two, they have the gif. Yeah, they they do. New York Slice, Michael Scott. If it wasn't for that, I would give a fuck about Sparrow. But they have that. That's exactly it. Like It's honestly like um the guy, this guy I watch on YouTube, You Betcha. Like, he's a big... Uh... Check You Betcha? No, I, I wish. I wish. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good <laughs> Uh, but um, he is like an ambassador for Bush Light, so, like, and it's it's just fucking hysterical. Whoa. How he's a big Bush Bush. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, and just I started funny drinking sound- Bush Light. Yeah, funny for the meme. Sure. Yeah, it's funny. And so, if you're listening this far, tweeted us an RSVP to the um to the Big East dinner party, and that'd be so fun. Like that, 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 that'd be wild, after and you're kick, automatically after in. After you kick J.P. Marcellus from his ass in the fucking roadkill game, the roadkill Olympics. Dude, he doesn't know what's fucking coming. Him from. and fucking pantalones that are just gonna get destroyed. They don't I feel know like J.P. is young enough to where he could actually kind of play. I think he's like 22, 23. But I don't. I can't think of any other Seton Hall accounts that like have any juice. <laughs> and uh, Cooch is like what seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, and, uh, and we got season. Gonna fucking be pressing buttons and shit on the side. <laughs> It'll just be like chasing butterflies and shit like while we're playing. <laughs> I caught one. Like jellyfishing like in fucking SpongeBob. Jellyfishing, 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 jellyfishing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna just sit there firmly grasp it. He'll like he'll like stop the <laughs> game just to tweet the fucking group chat back. Fucking cooch. Anyway, I think I'm done. You ready to call us quits? All right, yeah. We're we're two hours deep. Hour fifty-three. Holy shit! <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Cream and cheese. Cream cheese, baby. Remember that. Cream cheese, five-beer prospect. Five-beer prospect. Jake the Weenie. Hell fucking yeah. Well, if you've listened this far, you deserve respect from the Roblox podcast. If we ever make t-shirts, you've earned a free t-shirt. For sure, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. If we make make t-shirts eventually, we're going to make a discount code, cream cheese, in which you would get like 90% off. Because this is just fucking insane if you're still listening to this If you're listening. If these words ever get heard... I just don't fucking like what the fuck. I, I'm just talking to myself right now. We're talking to the abyss. Yeah. And honestly, that what what do you expect? Eleven thirty. We should keep it under thirty minutes, and we've been going for an hour and fifty five almost. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get it. We'll, we'll get the, we'll get the flow. Honestly, fuck it. This is fucking been hilarious. Yeah. I don't even give a shit. And honestly, I expect about ten listeners maximum. So maybe five. I'm and expecting then, six to nine. Somewhere in between there. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to be in the under on that one. I always love to be in the under. Anything I'm over that. Nine. Oh, so you like? Oh, that, how does that work? Uh, she just lays under you. And... Uh, no, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. I don't want cute you to hear this. Oh yeah, yeah young years. My bad. <laughs> young years. <laughs> you can't even drink beer yet. No, we cannot. But I think I'm ready to sign off. If you are. All right. As always. Always a pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure, bro. This show is fucking hysterical. (laughs) The best two hours of my life. Yep. Happy Tuesday, everybody. You're welcome.
And I hope you get to. I hope this gets you through your entire work day. It may take that long to listen to this entire fucking thing. And also, you're welcome. And you're, I'm either really, really sorry, or you're welcome. You decide. Stay horny, folks. <laughs>